Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. How did we get to the last Saturday in July this quickly? And it's number five. Number five. Number five. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Now you know where to go when you need a friend. Just tune that radio to WGN. That's right. No more blue Chicago nights. They're going to make everything all right. Steve and That would be the both of us, him and her. Hi. <laughs> I was just thinking. I feel like the... the you were thinking? Hey, it's going to be a long night all by yourself. <laughs> no, I, I, the, the month has flown right by. I, I, I said to you the other day, I cannot believe it was the 4th of July. And then I looked at the calendar and realized this was the 5th Saturday and... And I'm frightened and confused. <laughs> but I'm sure I can get adjusted in the next five hours, so stick with me. Okay, okay we'll find out how <laughs> that right. adjustment goes. Uh, if you would like to see uh, some of the pictures that Johnny took of our drive coming in tonight, go to our Facebook page. That would be facebook.com slash Steve and Johnny Show. That's J O H N N I E. And you will see, it's not the most exciting picture, but we thought it was kind of cool that we could see the moon at 7 o'clock in the evening. So I snapped a picture of it, backed a couple of pictures of it as it, as we were chasing it down Lakeshore Drive. I like the picture of uh, the moon over, Lake. is it Lake Point Tower? Lake Point Towers, yeah. yeah. And the, that building always sparkles in the sun, and then you've got the moon hanging over over the top of it. And that moon will be a full moon on Tuesday, the 1st of August. It will be the class. What's the name of that moon? Bob, what's the name of that moon? Okay, kids. No idea. <laughs> the uh, you never the, guess the after you're, five you're, uh, Saturdays, Saturdays in no. July moon. No. The, the bad moon arising. No, okay. I see a bad moon. <laughs> That's what I said. No, yes. no, it's the sturgeon moon. It's the sturgeon moon, and we have a blue moon in august why class a blue moon is when you have two full moons That's in right. the month yes we have one at the end of the month so after the sturgeon moon i'm asking you this because there will be a quiz next month okay. after the sturgeon moon what moon are you is taking it? notes ron <laughs> I, I am i yes are they copious <laughs> no <laughs> they're, they're almost legible though <laughs> what is the september moon i know you guys are cheating that's why you're buying time see now you put that neil diamond song september. in my head that's September morn. Yeah, morn, September moon, moon. whatever. <laughs> okay, September is corn. Oh, the harvest moon. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody knows the harvest moon, which, by the way, is a the great... The corn cob moon? 
Neil Young song, Harvest Moon, is oh, yeah, one of my favorite Neil yeah. Young songs. Now, you go from the corn moon to the hunter's moon, also known as the harvest moon, and then it's the beaver moon. <laughs> That's the loudest silence I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Well, I'm writing these things down, so <laughs> I can't write and talk at the same time. Rock wow, I had busy. no idea. I had no idea. I just thought there was just the moon, a moon in the sky that's called yeah, the moon. <laughs> right. Um, you thought that. You thought that that November moon was a turkey moon. <laughs> I know you did. Well, it's, you know, it, it would fit. It would fit. You're right. <laughs> It's too early it's, to get the giggles. It, it, yeah, it's going to be that kind of a night, yeah. I can tell. Uh, wow. Well, uh, part, by the way, part of the game plans uh, includes we're going to be checking in with one of our favorite people who sadly we don't get to talk to as often as we would like to, uh, CMA, ACM, Grammy Award winner from Alito, Illinois, yes. Susie Bogus yes, yes, is going yes. to join us a little yes. later tonight. We have such good memories of Susie joining us in studio over at the Tribune Tower. Yeah. Her mother lived in Naperville, so mm-hmm. she would come home to visit her mom, and she and her sisters and mom would go shopping, and they would stay down at Michigan Avenue, and then she'd stop by the studio, and she would stay with us until the wee hours of the morning, and we have not caught up with and her. And I actually got to back her on guitar one you time, did. too. That was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. And it's been years. Maybe that's why she hasn't come back. <laughs> for a while. It's been years, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Let me think about that. Okay. I was telling Ron Brown uh, that I've enjoyed reading his newspaper articles that you posted this past week of the country uh, performers that you've interviewed back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. I used to uh, review uh, concerts for the Rapid City Journal back in the day. And, mm-hmm. uh, of course, there was you know uh, a lot of country concerts. So, Garth Brooks, when he would come to town. Uh, did you interview Garth? Uh, I did. Uh, oh. It wasn't one-on-one, but yeah. uh, he, he had sold out the Rapid City um, Civic Center. Uh, and he was the first artist to do that since Elvis Presley, and he wow. didn't know that until I told him. So he was kind of flabbergasted. I Whoa. thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Waylon and Willie would you know come to town oh, and do yeah. the Buffalo Chip uh, campground up in Sturgis, mm-hmm. and it was a really fun job. I was a crime reporter, but I doubled as the <laughs> the okay. reviewer too. And when he would show up, they go, "Oh no, that's Ron, the crime reporter." It was, it was much more fun reviewing the concerts. Yeah. You know, the D- Judds. Uh, you know, when they would oh, come yeah. to town. Did you get to do? a one-on-one with uh, Waylon? I didn't, know. I, I, I wish I had. I don't know what I would have said to Waylon. He's just a hero of mine. Yeah, one of my fondest memories, and we have to find the pictures someplace, uh, Waylon was in studio with us at the Tribune Tower. Late at night. Late at night. He comes in wearing his uh, Cubs cap, mm-hmm. and uh, he told us the story of after one performance, he got on his bus. And he was the only one on his bus. All of a sudden, the bus door opens, and this big guy gets on, and he thinks, oh, what's going on here? Big young guy. Guy walks right up to him and says, hi, the big bopper was my dad. What can you tell me about him? Oh, my. Yeah. And he so for the next couple hours, he wound up talking with J.P. Richardson Jr. and uh, telling him all about his dad. Mm-hmm. And of course, he was. Did he give his uh, uh, tickets to, or his plane his seat. seats to the yeah. the Big Bopper yeah. or to? Uh, oh, I don't know if he gave it to the Big Bopper or to Buddy because he was playing bass on that last tour. With, right. Mm. But, Remember uh, that was the night he left his hotel key mm-hmm. on our our desktop. 
and he was just walking down Michigan Avenue. <laughs> and we said, somebody's got to run after him and give him his key. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. And I think our producer did yeah. go running after him. Yeah. And, and he said, oh, I guess I, I wonder if our producer Was our producer Bob Kessler at that point? Might have been. Yeah. yeah Might have been. Running down uh, Michigan Avenue. Michigan yeah. Avenue. Wayland, Wayland. <laughs> 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I'll oh. have to ask him about that. There's got to be a, a good story there. And... And then one of the other cool things was when Waylon came back, mm. and at that point he was still married to Jesse Coulter. Uh, he was with the Highwaymen. He was with the Highwaymen, and he invited us to come on out and see the Highwaymen where they were appearing around Joliet, was mm-hmm. it? And we got to go on his bus, and at that point, Shooter Jennings was what, like? 14, 13, 14. Oh, he was no, doing, he wasn't even that old. He was old. doing homework. He, he, he was, was sitting there doing, doing some homework yeah. and kind of grumbling about the fact that he was had to do homework yeah. while they were on the road. Yeah, great memories, gosh. The Highwayman was a great concert. Yes, yes absolutely. Well, uh, Ron Brown is the guy that's in the news uh, department until uh, James Sears is in here tonight, you say? Yes, James Sears will be checking in tonight. We have you know have musical chairs here in the mm-hmm. newsroom every mm-hmm. once in a while that's just good. to keep everybody on their toes. Keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. Ruin and, their life. And we've we? never had the chance to, to work with James, listen to him a lot, and I love his posts on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fun working with him a little yeah. later tonight. He's just the nicest guy. Yeah. I, always, I always tease him. It's like, there's, there's something wrong. You have a dark, troubled past somewhere, <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to cover it up by being nice, right? Because you're so nice. So far, I haven't been able to find anything. He may just be that nice. I oh, don't know. that's good. <laughs> we'll try to break him tonight. Yeah. How's that? Oh, there you go. I'll hand it over to you. <laughs> okay. okay. By the way, a listener texts and say, I tell her sturgeons are fish. Look, if I know the moons, I know it's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. So then why isn't it called the fish moon? Steve, <laughs> the sturgeon are running during this month. Yeah. See, I, that's why I knew you would know nothing about the, the moon, because you're like, fish? I used to eat fish sticks. That's all I know. About. Yeah, but fish fish can't run. I don't understand that part oh, at stop, all. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Thank can't. you, Ron. Stop. Thank you. We're going to take a break. Uh, We need to take a break. (laughs) We do. And we'll come back, and then we will continue our round robin, and we have our shout-out coming up. So, JP, keep listening, because I'm going to make his night, because he's looking forward to hearing his name on the radio right here on WGN. And nobody knows I'm Elvis. (laughs) That's one of my favorite Waylon Jennings songs. I love the lyrics to that song, too. (laughs) Gosh. Did you ever hear that, Ron? No, that was a new one uh, for me, and I was really enjoying that. You were right. That's fantastic. Just because I put a little weight on and stopped wearing them jumpsuits, and I'm wearing some Levi's, and no one knows I'm Elvis. Wow. You could pick them. Jim says, uh, thanks for the Wayland stories, uh, Steve and Johnny. Um, And somewhere we have a picture. Yeah. Uh, We have somewhere in our, I'm calling them archives, because we don't know where they are, (laughs) but they're in the house someplace. Uh, They're actual photographs mm-hmm. with film mm-hmm. and negatives yeah yeah and we have uh photographs of us with waylon yeah. and a great photo of him wearing the cubs hat when he was in the studio with us yep yep uh listener from 312 says happy belated birthday steve do you have the moves like jagger 
since you both share a birthday. <laughs> you 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 kind of have rock and roll legs. You got skinny legs like him. Yeah, this uh this past Wednesday, uh I celebrated another turn around the sun and uh, put the number 8 in front of the uh uh the years and uh it was a fun day. Yeah, it was. It was quiet, but it was fun. Yeah. No moves a- like Jagger, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, th- we kept it quiet. Uh, just uh, we went out to my brother's mm-hmm. in Munster, and it was uh, just uh, Lee and Johnny and me, and uh, we had a good time. And that's how I wanted to to start number eight. And fudge frosted cake. Oh yeah! Wow. Mm. Also, with and that this- cake was so. I should put a picture. Guy took a picture. You did of the cake. Put it a- was so yeah. good. Yeah. And for people to say, well, what was the secret to it? Yes, it was a gluten free cake. The frosting was just good old fashioned Hershey's cocoa frosting homemade frosting you got your hershey's cocoa and you got your butter and you got your powdered sugar and a little bit of vanilla and you mix that all up and it just it it sets up real nice and gets a little hard on the outside and it's kind of fudgy and oh i think it would make an old shoe taste pretty good now now you're making me hungry for that i know i'm sorry ain't no more Mm. Also with us in the studio is the keeper of the big plug. That would be your Bob Fakuda. How are you, Bob? That would be me. Yes. Yes. So once again, you had a a kind of a character builder getting into work tonight. Yes. Because last week it was Beyonce. This week, Ed Sheeran. Much smaller crowd. Yep. Lot lot less sequins. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, actually, there was there was no gold lame. None. No. And no garbage bags because bless their hearts. Last week, as I said, that was painful to see them wearing very expensive outfits, and you have to wear a stupid garbage bag or a plastic poncho poncho over it. Clear. Clear. Yes. Yes. So the Ed Sheeran. This is night number two for Ed Sheeran. The next week. You get Lollapalooza to deal with. The Great Unwashed, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's Bob. (laughs) So you're going to take your NASCAR route to work. Definitely NASCAR next week because Columbus is closed. It's not closed yet, is it? No, it closes on the 31st. Oh, I I thought they closed a portion of it uh, a little farther south. Not quite. Well, because as we drove back from Munster, we were uh, coming we the down drive, the yeah. uh, the Ryan, and then we took came over to the drive, and they were setting up a whole lot of stuff, and we forgot that it was Lollapalooza they mm-hmm. were setting up for. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big Thursday. Um, th- I think the act I would be most interested in would be Thursday night. That's Billie Eilish. Yeah. I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers are on Sunday. And then a whole bunch of names that, to be honest with you, I don't know them. You know, they could yeah, be... I got to check the whole uh, They could whole be list. right here with me. <laughs> Bob, are you are you performing next week? I don't know. Side the, stage, not, not main stage. By the way, the, a little later, one of our bumps, uh, yes. and those are the songs we come back out of commercial break with, is going to be the Billie Eilish song from the Barbie movie. Yes. Love that song. Ooh. It is so good. Yes, yes. And it's speaking to a lot of people yeah. on many different levels. It's speaking to teenage girls in particular, to m- people who love the movie. Mm-hmm. It's also really powerful when you think about someone who's listening to it and they're going through a difficult divorce. Oh, sure. I mean, the lyrics are real. It works on so many yeah. levels. She's and a great songwriter. And her 
delivery of it. Yeah. Not only the song, but her presentation of it is just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, back to Bob. Uh, after after you survive Lollapalooza, you're not here because the Bears are doing their thing, and you're actually working with the setup of the game. Well, the game itself. The, the yeah. first game, right? Yeah, the 12th. Get oh. to see the Titans. Oh, the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Being That'd from be Tennessee, one, so. I could care less about the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Spike O'Dell sold out. He's all for the Titans. Yeah, he you know? is. He, he, maybe he's afraid if he's not, they'll run him out of town because he lives in Nashville now. But that's not uh, next weekend. Next weekend is Lollapalooza, and then it's the following weekend. Okay. Then we'll be well into August. I'm going to get to a bunch of um, text as well as our shout-outs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, JP, I hope you're listening. <laughs> this will be just for you tonight. So he's the only name we, we're going to do no, tonight? No, no. He just said it would mean a lot to him. So I'm trying to make his night. Okay. Yes. All right. So so that's coming up after we break for the news. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio, and that's the man with the coolest name in rock and roll, Boz Gags. You know where his mama looked down at the baby and said, that's my baby. Buzz. <laughs> Stop it. I'm getting all and, giggly. And I'm, I'm just imagining them singing happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, dear. Happy birthday, happy birthday dear Buzz. <laughs> we need a dog so we can name him Buzz. Right? Okay. Oh, maybe not. Second thought, I'd have to walk him all the time. Then that would be a buzz bark. <laughs> what did you eat for dinner? I was, no, nothing. Nothing. That's, the, your blood sugar is, is elevated. That's the deal. Because on or, Saturday or nights, tanking, I'm not we, sure. we always uh, wind up having a kind of a, uh, a late Saturday brunch. And mm-hmm. it was around that 2 would o'clock. Be brunch. Brunch. <laughs> it was a buzz brunch. <laughs> and we did that uh, late this afternoon. Yeah, it was around 2 o'clock. <laughs> okay, Bob, I'm turning to you. <laughs> and you're saying, oh, dear Lord, why? <laughs> right? Is his sugar tanking when he acts crazy, or is it, is, is it skyrocketing? I'm asking you since you know things about blood sugar. Uh, yeah, usually it's high, but you can't be if he hasn't had anything to eat. Oh, okay. Because when, when I go low, I go... You get really lethargic? Yep. Is that really? That's how it is? And then that's, if you have a little sugar, then it kind of it'll lifts pick, it'll you up? It'll pick up a little yeah. bit, yeah. Happens huh. to me, too. You, too? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I'm getting old. <laughs> He's getting old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what was weird? It was uh, last week when uh, our friend Jim Peterick mm. from the Ides of March doing a concert and it was one of the cornerstones of rock concerts. And Jim is on stage basically for the whole show because the Ides of March are backing up the New Colony Six, the Crying Shames, uh, whoever else is on the show. Probably wearing leather and brocade. And it got to the point where he, it was the yeah. end of the show and he's starting into vehicle and he just collapsed. And people were very concerned about him. That would be horrible. And it turns out, A, uh, to cut to the chase... Jim is fine, 
when he got to the hospital, it said he was low blood sugar. And he, he'd only had like a and dehydration. He'd only had like a, a muffin and, and a, a banana. banana. Yeah. Before the concert and, all day, and within about twenty four hours, I'm trying to think of who the country performer was uh, that had the same thing happen. And he started getting uh, in the middle of a concert, started getting oh, a little yeah. uh, like he was woozy, we- weaving. And he just ran off stage, and it was the same thing. And one of the points that one of the doctors was making was, yeah, all of us in these hot temperatures need to make sure we're hydrated. Mm -hmm. But good grief, somebody who's on a stage performing in the hot sun for several hours, oh, boy, yeah, you got to make sure you're doing okay. Or in Jim's case, and I'm not being facetious, these fabulous clothes that he wears – I mean, you know, he's wearing like a silk shirt with a brocade jacket with leather pants and then boots and all of this. And when you're out there and you're working it, but for the crowd, can you just imagine? And that song, too, right center stage, and he's going into the big finale, and Mm -hmm. house lights go up, and he said the next thing he knew, he was on a gurney when he woke up. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was out cold. Yeah. A friend of ours um, ended up going to uh, Northwestern this past week and turned out that yeah. hers was dehydration. Yeah. And she said, oh, I, I don't intentionally drink water, but I guess I'm supposed to. And she's a she's a very healthy person. Yeah. Walks a lot, apparently. Yeah. You don't realize that you are losing uh, fluid. Well, the, this kind of well, I mean, we are into uncharted territory. And at some point... And I'd like to be able to do it without getting political. But at some point, we're going to do something on the climate change and the hotter temperatures Mm -hmm. and what you need to know just to be aware of it. Because we're this is the hottest July ever. Well, can I just say, living a few months out of the year in Florida... I was totally flipped out by the news that the water was 100 degrees. 101. And what was the thing oh. I showed you last week? It was... That's uh, like a hot tub, right? It, it, it's impacting the... Um, oh, the, the the fish and what was... It, it had turned white underneath the... Uh, the algae? No, some form of algae. I'm going to have to find it. And the point is... It's those temperatures are mm-hmm. impacting the creatures who live under the water, oh, the, and it's going to have a significant impact on this year's hurricane season. Oh my gosh! Because hurricanes are fed by warm water, yeah. and it's never been a hundred degrees. I can't even imagine what it feels like. And part of the problem they're having in our part of Florida in the Panhandle is riptides. Yeah, and riptides apparently are also related to warm water. And one of the biggest problems they're having is people don't realize that you can die. If a riptide sucks you away, you're gone. Nobody can go out there and rescue you. Or if they try, sadly, and this happened a couple of times already this season, they die trying to rescue you. It's just a horrible situation. But back to climate, I'm going to tie this in with something that's going to happen on August 1st. Did you know that incandescent light bulbs are as of august 1st no more did you all know that you knew that bob you did you know that this is for real 
that and this is a, a federally mandated thing as of August 1st yeah. bing that's it you will not be able to find old yeah. fashioned light bulbs do they sell them in canada because remember when low-flow toilets became a thing and people were going across the border to Canada to get a, a regular toilet because they hated the low-flow toilet, and I hated it too. We got one of the first ones. It was the bane of my... I had to write a note and put it at Christmas, put it over our toilet, say, go ahead, flush multiple times. <laughs> yeah. We won't hate you. Because it just didn't But we work. replaced that one very quickly. We, yeah, but it was one of it, the first ones. And it yeah. was just lousy being on a high second floor. And yeah. the, the water pressure was terrible. And um, so I, I guess it, it means nothing to you that the light bulbs are changing, Bob. You're voting, eh, doesn't matter. No, I've already been changing... Man. At home, and then of course here we have almost all the LEDs. Julian, does it matter to you? Not too much, really. Oh, but I'm looking at this. So Canada banned them in 2014. Oh, darn. Okay. No trips to Canada. Mexico. <laughs> yeah, Mexico. Check Mexico for me, okay? I, okay, I'm segueing back. Light bulb story. Mm-hmm. Bob, how long have you been with WGN? Four years. Okay. Then you wouldn't remember. Back in the day, when they first built the studios over in the Tribune Tower, the light bulbs that were were they the were they the ones on the corner lights? No, that they came from England, <laughs> right? And for some reason, that was part of the design. And any time one of the bulbs went out, they had to order from England to and get then, a what? England stopped making what? them available. They yeah. went, oh no, we have to get a light bulb that they make. And in this I have country. no idea why they did that. I mean, they, and they weren't all that impressive. No, they weren't. I mean, you know, like, uh, I, I'm very. They, they were the corner floods. Yeah, I'm very um, particular about lighting, in particular in the bathroom, because uh, I have a mirror that has a bunch of lights around it. It's not like a Hollywood mirror, but it is for purposes of of putting your makeup on. Mm-hmm. And if you put an LED in there, you're all blue or gray yeah. and unnatural, and it's just bad. So there I was on Amazon today buying me some light bulbs. And I'm not kidding you guys. I told you, Steve, I mm-hmm. was freaking out because I would put them in my cart. And by the time I got to charge it, they go, oops, all gone. I'd go back and I'd find another brand. And I said, it happened to me three times. I put my bulbs in the cart and I got there. And then they said, well, we only have two packages of those bulbs. That's all the seller has. No, you can't have four packages. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a new vanity and a whole new set. When our okay. light bulbs run out, I'm going to have right. the whole bathroom redone. <laughs> okay. Now, will this one have the music and the applause, too? Yes, it will. <laughs> I don't know why you even ask that question. <laughs> By the way, I, I guess I didn't get your email or I didn't read it um, about what is changing in the ocean because of the high temperature. Right. Listener at 224 area code said it's the coral. Yes, it is, is coral. Coral white. is turning white. And the 331 area code said it's acidification of the ocean's waters. The mm. acidification. That doesn't sound good either along with heat. No. Yeah, no, no, that's good. All right, are we ready? We're really in uncharted territory. And I I don't know, maybe we'll get skilling or we'll see, but we want to get somebody. We're not going to get into politics. It's just reality is we're going where we've never gone before. And what do we know about it and how do we deal with it? So, You ready for the shout out? Shout out. 
It's a big one today. Oh, just remind me, for next week, Julian, for the shout-outs, song called uh, Shout, Shout, Knock Yourself Out, Come On, Yell, Yell, oh, who did that? Um, Shout, Shout, Knock Yourself Out, Come On, Yell, Yell. We have a week to work on it, okay? You and Julian, put your heads together, because I got a lot of names. Somebody's going to text this. I I got a lot of names. I think it's Cheers for Fierce. No. Close. Uh, Ernie Mariska. Yes, Ernie Mariska. It was it was his only hit record. Ernie, Ernie Mariska, who wrote The Wanderer for Dion. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Forgive me, Ernie, for chuckling, chortling. All right. Um, speaking of music, Donna Youngheim suggested last week, because she was going nuts trying to write down all of our bump music, Mm-hmm. She said, could you make that available to us? And we said, you know what? That's a darn good idea. It's a very good idea. So at some point over the weekend, you're going to go to our Facebook and our blog, and you're going to see a list and links to the songs that we use during yeah. the show. All right. So thank you, Donna, for that. Here we go. Sandy McCumas from Michigan City, Indiana is listening. Helen Thomas in Kenosha. Hi, Helen. Joan Bloom in Greenville, South Carolina. Michelle Reitman's in Skokie and Bonnie Pearson, Graves Lake. Our top fan, Brian LaFever is out there. Love in Chicago. Delphine Behrman, David, forgive me, David, you're an SZ. And I don't want to botch your last name, so you know who you are. Carrie Johnson is listening in Palm Coast, Florida. Jean Jacobson in Milwaukee. I wonder how she's li- probably listing on the internet. Although, no, she's hmm. listing on the on uh, using the app. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bobby Danos rushed back from dinner with his sisters to join us from Sandwich. Uh, Kathy uh, Eichmann and Jim Smith and Norb Rosansky is also in the Fox Valley. And Judy Wormwood, um, her last name is Mac, M-A-C-K. She is in Arkansas, northwest Arkansas. Helen Bodvin and Christine Failings in Plainfield. And Ron is in Sycamore. And Randy Myers in New Palestine, or is it Palatine? Indiana. Judy B is on vacation listening in Galena. Love Galena. Brian Ha is listening. And JP, John Paul, is listening. I'm trying to make his night. And on top of it, he really enjoys car guy Tom. Tom Appel is joining us tonight. It's his night to talk cars. So, JP, it's your night too. Oh, cool. John Couture is in Warren, Michigan. Michelle is in Geneva. Gina is listening from Colorado. Judy in St. Charles and Don in Kalamazoo. And Richard Vanna is in Lansing, as he said, good old Lansing, Illinois. He's listening on the web. John Haynes is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Sharon Malone is in Kenosha. And Michelle Zatke is in Norwich. Her last name is Major. And... The best friend to this radio station and TV station, Chuck Snitchler, is hey, listening tonight. So we do appreciate that, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you, know you all. You know what song you put in my head now? Hmm. The mere mention of Bowling Green puts Bowling Green by the Everly Brothers yeah. in my head. Yep, I hear you. Great song. But speaking of uh, Tom Appel, yes, Tom will be joining us a little later tonight. And oh boy, have we got stuff to talk about with Tom, of oh, course, gosh. Road Test, but... Uh, the the uh, among the things we'll be talking about is the uh, Ford F one fifty recall, yes. which is a big big deal. Thousands and thousands of them being recalled. Uh, Tesla owners are leaving. Mm-hmm. 
And the reason behind their leaving is really interesting. Yes. Actually, a couple of reasons for that. But but there's a number of car stories. So Tom Appel will be joining us later. After the news, Susie Bogus joins us. Mm-hmm. And buckle up, boys and girls, because <laughs> later tonight, Mr. Pierogi will be joining us. <laughs> yes. And we could say we're the only show that had Mr. Yes, Pierogi on. Yes, Mr. Pierogi. The one and only. Yes. yes from Whiting, Indiana. The, the newly crowned Mr. Mr. Pierogi. Pierogi. <laughs> In fact, we have a picture of Mr. Pierogi. We do. Looking like a pierogi. Yeah. We don't know if he's sauerkraut. Well, he, or he's, he's wearing his... That's the suit he flies through the air with. His pierogi suit. Yeah. Maybe he's filled with cheese, not sauerkraut, right? <laughs> Whiting has pierogi fest going on, and I just found out today that Tata's pierogies from I think they're in in Elmhurst, uh, maybe yeah, Buffalo Grove. Right. Uh, they're going to be uh, they are there selling gluten free pierogies. Tata's because uh, who was it that was asking about? Uh, uh, it's a that, Facebook page I follow where okay. uh, folks who need to dine gluten free mm-hmm. in and around Chicago say, "Where do I go if I want?" fill in the blanks and there's always somebody there to answer and also if they've had a bad experience they're very quick to share that information too so that's just uh, just a part of what we have coming up tonight uh susie bogus after the news and mr pierogi and tom appel and uh, a whole lot of other things and uh, again uh, we'll we'll give you a little break. Uh, we'll uh, catch up with news and things. But if if you want to jump on Amazon and see if you can order those light bulbs before they're not available, <laughs> just do it quick if you really need them or want them. Uh, JP is listening. Says, "Geez, that was seriously cool. It's a lot like when you were a kid and you found out your school was closed for a snow day." So. I, this is big. This is really big. So thank you, JP, for your feedback, too. Do, do you remember if, your very first time you were on the radio or, or anything was mentioned about you on the radio? Uh, uh, yes. Wally Phillips mentioned me. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because I'd written a commercial for him, and they were going to arrest me. But that's another story I'll tell you at a different time. I was just a kid. What did I know? Okay. Stay with us at WGN. I always want to let the, all of that song play. That that is, that is one of those records that is, I call, a perfect record. Amen. No one should ever yes. try to redo it. Yes. That's it. That's mm-hmm. how it goes. Thank you. And You're right. The lady who sings that is one of our favorite, favorite people. She is also a CMA, ACM, and Grammy Award winner. And she's going to be appearing at the City Winery on August 4th, this coming Friday. That's right. Right here in Chicago. And she is the one and only Susie Bogus. Susie! Hi, you guys! Hi! Hey, Susie, how are you? It's been forever since we've talked to you. I know it too long, too long. All I could think about was, uh, first of all, that I wish I was in the studio with you right now because I really wanted to have one of those chocolate chip cookies that you make <laughs> that are so incredible. Thank you. And then I, I was wondering if Steve Stock has guitars in the studio and if he was maybe picking along there. So. Well, Susie, he he admitted last hour that the reason we haven't heard from you in so long is the last time we got together on the radio, he, he backed you up on guitar, and that was it. And I thought I scared you. <laughs> that was no. it. 
that is not true. I love that. That's, I mean, that's the thing about live radio. You guys are you're the epitome. You're the best. Oh, well, I've got to say, one of the best things about social media is, even though we haven't talked, we've been able to keep up with each other. I've been able to That's follow right. you through the pandemic to see that you're okay and that, you know, you're you're still performing. And if, if you're on Facebook, you need to uh, uh, seek out Susie Bogus. That's uh, two G's, two S's. And you need to watch her on Wine Down Wednesday. It's wonderful. It's really kind of corny, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's just me, like, asking people how their tomatoes are doing. Who that's knows? okay. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. And, and that started because of, of COVID and, and lockdown. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I know you guys recognize this because you talk to people live all the time on the radio and stuff, but I just was, I kind of just was losing it. I, I really needed to talk to folks. I mean, I, I, uh, I just kind of needed to reach out and see how everybody else was doing. And, I, you know, I'm so used to talking to people at the shows and after the shows. Yeah. And it just, uh, it kind of saved my life and um, and turned into something I, that it, it just kind of deepened my relationship with the folks who like to listen to my music. And, and then I, you know, as things opened up a little, I was able to bring a lot of my buddies over to the house and, hmm. and you know, just kind of take us down memory road and, and uh, you know, just kind of, it, it's just been an awful lot of fun. There's a whole book in how the pandemic impacted performers yeah. and, and how a yeah. lot of performers had to reinvent the way they communicate with their audience, just as you did. It's so true. And I mean, I've always kind of been a, a pretty accessible artist, you know, that's just my nature. And so, you know, I like to talk to people. Um, but you're right, you know, that when you have, uh, that's one of the things about social media I like is that you can, you know, respond to comments. And mm-hmm. even after wind down, you know, it's like um, my husband, Doug, you know, he runs the the whole shindig there. <laughs> you know, he's a recording engineer, so he sets up a really nice mic and everything. And and um, it, so he's reading comments to me, but he can't keep up and read every single comment. But afterwards, I can go back in and answer people on, you know, particular questions yeah. or, you know, make a funny comment myself. And, and it's, I just, it's just, it's really a treasure to, to have that kind of um, instant, you know, it used to be, you know, you wait for mail to come from right. mail and stuff, yeah. and then, you know, you could answer a letter that way. But this is so <laughs> instant, and I, I like that. Are any songs coming out of your pandemic experience? Well, yeah, our whole album is coming out of it. You know, um, it, it started before the pandemic, and um, and I did a couple of recordings here. Well, it was just Doug and I were, <laughs> I played all the instruments and, and sang everything, but this is the first album. I have, I have one coming out in the end of September and this is the first album that I wrote everything on it. So, oh, you know, great. I had all that time at home and I could really, you know, concentrate on it. And so I am yeah, co-writer on at least every song on the record and, 
And uh, so that's going to be kind of fun for me to release something new like that that um, that I feel is so much a part of me. Well, can can we book you right now for an album release party uh, <laughs> when it uh, when it comes out? Come yes. All right. Person. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I well, want to hug your neck. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> you mentioned playing all of the instruments, as I recall. Guitar was not your first instrument as a child. You were playing other instruments, weren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, I never was proficient, really, at anything. But I did play the drums in the band. And uh, and I still, you know, I have this little box that used to be Ben's art box, my son's mm-hmm. art box. And I just glued a, a snare head onto the box. Mm-hmm. And because it's so thin, it's like kind of made out of balsa wood almost. Um I just put a little microphone inside of this little art box, and I scratch around on it with brushes on the top of it. Oh. And you'd be amazed. I mean, I played great big halls. Like when I was out with Terry Clark and Pam Tillis, I would we'd be playing twenty five hundred seats, and this little box would be keeping the rhythm. <laughs> so it, it's pretty remarkable yeah. that you know that you can do that with just this, this. You know, it's probably I don't know maybe ten by. 15 or something like that mm-hmm. and uh it's pretty funny okay well, speaking speaking of boxes used for drums here's a bit of rock and roll trivia did you know <laughs> on eddie cochran's summertime blues that's not drums that's literally no. they're playing that's a, a cardboard box in the studio and that's, that's what was used I on mean it, it. They sound good. I mean, that's when I was doing this uh, these recordings at home uh, during lockdown. Um, I was playing. I was playing. Sometimes I was playing the drum the drum box, and sometimes I was playing with just my palms of my hands on a tom tom that we have, and you know, and it made you know make good records. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was playing the tom tom to be the kick drum. And then I would play the brush box on the box, and uh, and you know you really can't tell. I mean, it's not flashy. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> that's good. There's not a lot of fill. So yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> We're talking with Susie Boggess. Susie, can you sit tight for just a few, and we'll come right sure, back. We got so we got so much to talk about. There was a movie made in her hometown. And uh, Susie was a narrator for that movie. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about her coming to Chicago. whole bunch more right here with Susie Boggess on WGN. That album, Simpatico, with Susie Boggess and Chet Atkins, is on my list of Desert Island yep. albums. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. As I've always said... Susie, he keeps head. it. He keeps it on the headboard of the bed. I do, so he can reach over his head, and in the night he can pick it up. He knows where it is. Put it in the CD player. I hear the word. I don't even have to uh, open my eyes. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You know, I have a a lot of uh, well, I had a lot of uh, cassette tapes. Uh, you know, from when Chet and I would just sit around and. Um, just you know, jam and just you know, we'd go through old fake books and stuff like that. And and when I, now you know, Doug's put it all on the computer for me, so I can mm-hmm. just pull it up on my telephone. But when I you know just kind of need a good cry, I can come in here and just listen to him, oh. t- you know, trying to teach me guitar or, or you know, t- 
you know, was singing the song with him, like some of the old standards we used to love to sing. Uh, I'll see you in my dreams and uh, see you in September and just like some really great old songs. And it, it, they didn't make the record, you know, so mm-hmm. it, for me, they're like extra super special. They're like my, yeah. my little uh, rewards for that long, wonderful 15-year-old, 15-year friendship. Yeah. So, so you have some of those things on cassette? I had them on cassette, but, you know, like, uh, Doug put them all over onto the computer so that, that I could just dial them up, whatever conversation. In fact, there's some of them that were on, like, back in the day when we had codophones. <laughs> some of them are, like, little messages he had left me oh. when he would call. And, mm. um, I don't know if you knew this, but he always called himself, when he would leave a message, he called himself Chuck Akers. And, um, you know, being from Illinois, you know, it's like, uh, that was like the cre- creature feature guy for me, you know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, in the Quad City, so, um, yeah. so it, it was just funny. He would always, you know, he'd leave me some kooky message, you know, yeah. about, you know, somebody wants us to come and play and do a Beatles song or something or other and, and I just love listening to his voice and hearing him talk to me and make smart aleck remarks and <laughs> <laughs> well, was it truly one of those pinch me moments in your career when you realized that he he actually did want to do something with you he wanted to record with you yes um, well yes it was I mean like I said we were friends for a long time and I really tried to talk him into doing something earlier than the simpatico record but uh, by that point he knew that he was sick and uh he finally just kind of called me one day and said you know it's it's time for us to do this record now okay he had a thing in his head that while i was having radio hits that um that it would be a bad thing for my career to make a record with an old dude like him i was like are you kidding me (laughs) wow but uh Finally, thank goodness, you know, um, it all came to be, and even though it was a little bit sweet and bittersweet in a way, just because I I knew that he was, um, you know, battling cancer at the time, so mm-hmm. it wasn't easy. Hmm. But I sure did, you know, I sure did have a lot of laughs and make some great music with him. It was really, really special. I know what Steve is thinking. Why couldn't you take those things that were on cassette and yeah. release that CD for the rest of us to enjoy? Well, you know, there is one song that I did do that with. I think I think it's somewhere on my website, um, and it was uh, a version of my buddy, and it was kind of, I think it was a bonus cut or something on something that we did, and. Um, it's really special because it kind of shows our relationship because it you know was a live recording, and so you know he's like doing these little runs and stuff, and and mm-hmm. and I said you know just play play my buddy, I love that song you know, and he says well I'm trying to find something that will astound you, <laughs> <laughs> and so so he starts playing this beautiful thing, and I sing the song with him, and at the end. He does this big run that's like really fancy, and I'm holding a note out over the top. And he says, "How'd you like that last run?" And I said, "Don't interrupt my last note." You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like the, the you know the, the brother and sister that yeah. just like yell at, like you're messing everything up. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> and so we can find that on your website. 
I think you can find okay. it on my website. If not, I'm going to make sure Doug will put it up good, there. Good. If it's not there now, it'll be there soon. Awesome. My buddy. <laughs> wow. And and we'll have a link to uh, Susie's website, which, oddly enough, is susiebogus.com. <laughs> yes. Oddly enough. I got it got it back there when they first were giving those things out, and I got my, my name spelled exactly like I do. <laughs> In fact, speaking of your name, we, we oh, go ahead. talk about how some people have over the years called it bogus. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? I mean, it looks just like it. It's just you know. But I was going to say, can I just take a second sure. to make sure when we're talking about websites and stuff like that? I just want everybody to know that most of us artists have one music page that we do on our Facebook page or one Instagram or whatever. And there's so many nutheads out there that are trying to use our platform and Mm -hmm. get to our people and ask them for money and horrible, tell them silly stories about, oh, my manager is trying to do this. You need to, you know, somehow get me $2,500 and I'll pay you back. Oh, crazy stuff. And, I just want to make sure everybody knows I I have one Facebook page. It is spelled S-U-Z-Y-B-O-G-G-U-S-S, and that's it. And, you know, it's just it's so maddening that that stuff yeah. goes on. But you have to be, I mean, I bet you guys even have fake accounts. If you looked into it, you would don't give, don't give them any ideas. But, but, yeah, right, exactly. But uh, oddly enough, Susie, I was showing Johnny this week on Facebook. I belong to a number of Les Paul Facebook groups. And yeah. on some of these groups, you wouldn't believe the stuff that people are posting that has nothing to do with Les Paul. It, it's political garbage, and it's send me money, and it's... Or you can be involved in this great deal, only you, if you send me $1,000. Yes. Exactly, crazy stuff, yeah. and it's just, so, it's just such a drag that people, you know, like I said, you know, there's so many good parts of it, but there's, it's just a drag that there are people out there that, yeah. that just are rotten. <laughs> and we should say that Susie is not going to be asking you to send her $2,500. I will never, ever ask you no. for anything. I mean, I might say I have a new album out, and if you care to purchase yes. it, that's fine. But I will never, ever ask you for money to, you know, yes. that I've got, you know, some kind of crazy thing going on with my bank account. Like, I can figure that out. I got, I've got a brother who's an attorney. He can fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you a quick personal story? A couple of weeks ago, I literally had $28,295 put into my bank account. Put into? Into my bank account. And Susie, I had to beg. It had been wired accidentally into my account. I literally had to beg the bank, take it out, make it go away. Give it to the right people. I was so frustrated. I, I saw that, that weird, you know, just yes. like that weird little thing. It's just like, I don't want this kind of responsibility no. on my No. <laughs> and Susie, the, the weird thing, you wouldn't believe not one, not two, but three 
bankers told Johnny, well, well, if you hadn't mentioned it to us, no you would have been able known. to keep it. Yeah. What? Oh, that's so... It, oh. Was, it was infuriating, because I know if the shoe was on the other foot, and that money had been mistakenly taken from oh. our, you know, our bank, they would have been livid. And it turned out that it was an independent farm company in Wisconsin, and their number was like one off of mine, and this was their payroll. And I said, oh, my oh. gosh, get their money. I, you know, I start shaking when I think about it because I was like, I know. Oh, it's such a crazy uh, that's a, thing. That's a, just a horrible feeling, isn't it? Ugh. But nice. it, was, it was fun for a minute and a half to see $28,000 in my checking account. <laughs> and then I went, like, wait. Wait. Wait, that's you don't not. Remember buying a lottery ticket? No, that's not twenty eight dollars. <laughs> There's a comma and a whole bunch of numbers afterwards. <laughs> well, speaking oh of my gosh. speaking of numbers, we're up against the clock. We're going to take a quick break for news, and if you will hang okay. in there, we'll come right back. We are talking with Susie Bogus here on WGN. That is CMA, ACM, and Grammy Award winner Susie Bogus, and you can see her this coming uh, Friday. At City Winery. And uh, City Winery is a great it location. It is. And the food is good, too. This is my favorite one. This is, there's, a, really? there's a City Winery in a lot of different cities, but yeah. the Chicago City Winery is the best. It's got the best acoustics. It's got just like a really casual vibe to it, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? Oh, it's got great so, sight lines, um, too, for, you know, as an audience it. member. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can, I can see everybody, they can see me, mm-hmm. and we kind of, you know, it, it ends up kind of being a, a hoot nanny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of little banter that goes on back and forth, you know, and it just, you know, it's just like one of those places that I look forward to getting to because I know that it's going to be a really loose, fun night, and, uh, you know, I've just, I've got the, it's just, wonderful musicians uh that play with me now it's just just a trio and mm-hmm. uh just it's just, you know upright bass and and an amazing guitar player from scotland that's oh. um uh, just I don't, I don't even know what to say about him except that he's amazing and and uh he's been with me nine years now so it's it's pretty fun i hope everybody will come out and visit us if you can yeah speaking of your live performances johnny and i were talking about this earlier what the heck are you doing your voice sounds better now than it did when you oh. started. Seriously, I came oh. across a video of you doing uh, Someday Soon, and it was on Country Roads TV. So that's been uh-huh. in like the last few years. And you're singing Someday Soon, and it just sucked me in. It's always oh. been a favorite song of mine. But your voice is just so rich and full and oh. Well, it's really nice of you to say. I, I, I do feel like it's different. It, you know, it has kind of, uh, you know, I, I'll just, I, I don't want to say aged, but it has uh, aged in the way fine wine. Yes. Or Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. So the wine down <laughs> Wednesday is helping. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just feel really blessed. I feel really lucky um, that it's hanging in there. And, um, you know, I'm, I've got a niece who is, you know, went to Northwestern up there, and mm-hmm. um, she is an opera singer in in Germany, and she teaches as well. So she's been really good to teach me some great warm ups and things to keep thing you know, think keep me 
doing well and mm-hmm. you know and she hounds me to drink lots of water which is good really kind of the best thing i can tell anybody is if you don't realize how much i mean drinking it like right before you do a show is not going to do it you got to drink it all day long so that you're it's just constant in there and mm-hmm. um, yeah that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the my big secret Drink water. <laughs> <laughs> if you take nothing else from this, drink water, right? Drink water. <laughs> well, well, we want to, uh, I'm going to do an audible. Uh, Ron, can you make it back to the microphone? Our uh, news guy, Ron I want to bring uh, Ron Brown. Who's in uh, WGN Radio News, and he is one of your biggest fans. Uh, oh, I Susie just ran Brown. to the microphone. Yes, thank you very much. Hi, Ron. Hi, I Susie. I was just thinking about how pretty your voice is on when you were doing news. It are, was very nice. Are we recording this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have well, that. Well, Ron, we never ask you, do you sing? I, I well, no. Oh. <laughs> I like that hesitation. Not in front of, not in front of people. Everybody but. can sing. No, yeah. no, can no, they can't. No, Susie. <laughs> we can talk, we can't sing. No, well, I just love oh. Susie's voice, and I've loved her records for years. And I must oh. have, you know, I, I must have caught a show in South Dakota. Uh, you know, I know you. Ah, uh, yeah, you might have, because I I love South Dakota. I still play a lot in South Dakota, and North Dakota, and Montana, and all those. They keep the tradition alive there. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, it's not pop true. country out in in South Dakota. I'll tell you that it's real country. It's real yeah. country. That's the yeah. real deal. Real they, country and big skies. They big wear cowboy hats and and uh, they know why. <laughs> right. and I, you know what? But I actually look forward to going out there because I can wear my cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, it's like I feel a little strange. You know, wearing a cowboy hat in Georgia or something. You know, <laughs> but when I. I go out west, it's like, they expect that from me. And, of course, you know, I got my yodeling background, which <laughs> that really stands me up when it comes to the cowgirl thing. Yes, of course. And a lot of people think, because you live in Nashville and you do country music, that you are a southerner, but you are from Illinois, Alito, Illinois. I am from Illinois. Yes. Yes. And I, we've got to take a minute and talk about a movie that actually, I guess it was screened earlier this summer. And right. from Alito, Illinois, the movie, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the filmmaker is a Chicago and Christina uh, Shaver. She sure is. Yeah. She Every, sure is. Everything and, uh, fun you could possibly do in Alito, Illinois. And you narrated that, right? It's the key. I wrote all the music too. Doug and I wrote all the music for wow. it. Um, so yeah, it's got, I don't know how many songs we have in it, but it's a lot. But we wrote some new ones that are. I did. I, I did. I wrote a little song that's a yodel song for Alito because when you think about uh, just the uh, consonants and vowels in the word Alito, <laughs> it makes it perfect. So it's called Little Old Alito, Honey, Where We Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. an absolute skit. And, uh, yeah, so we had a lot of fun with it. And, like, Christina, um, her grandmother was my one of my mom's best friends. And so she called me and told me what she was doing. And, and it just sounded so fun. And it sounded like such a love letter to our little town that uh, I just got, you know, wrapped up in it. And mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. And, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to be there for the debut, which was right at our, we have a big uh, rhubarb festival in our right. hometown of Alito. 
And so I missed that because I had already had a, a show that I had to do elsewhere. But uh, but it, it sounded like it, she took some uh, she took some movies of people watching it as as the, <laughs> the movie was playing, and and uh, it looked like people were enjoying it. So I hope they they took it for the spirit it was to just say that you know growing up in a small town is. It's pretty charming. It's pretty wonderful. Oh, that's sweet. Well, with all the the original songs you wrote for the film, is there a soundtrack album? Not really, but we did do a playlist for um, for something. I don't know, Spotify or something like that. That, was, that I think if you just look up Little Old Lido, um, you can find the playlist and uh, listen to most of the songs that are on there, but... She ended up using quite a few songs from my uh, American Folk Songbook as well, mm-hmm. uh, because those are all songs that have been around for so long. They're, you know, they're PD, as they say. So uh, they were easy for people to use and not have to worry about publishing and all that stuff. And then, you know, we just uh, we just did it for the love of it, because it was really fun and really sweet. Well, aren't you at a point in your career where you can do a lot of things for the love of it. And, and isn't, yeah. that, isn't that one of the things that, that your fans love about you, that you're not getting some prepackaged marketing personality, you're getting Susie Bogus. <laughs> you know what? You really have to work hard when you have a whole bunch of people working for you. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody's, you know, they've got reasons they need to get work for you. Yeah, and uh, so when you kind of do the cottage industry, and you, you know, my husband being a, a recording engineer and a songwriter and a producer, and he's also a graphic artist. I mean, we kind of like we we do a lot of stuff here at the house, and in fact, the last uh, five days we've been doing twelve-hour days of trying to finish a soup cookbook. Oh, so. <laughs> And I'll come up in the fall, and I'll come up and we'll talk about it because I'll have all the, I'll have the new album and the soup cookbook all out at the same time. Oh, that's but, awesome! Um, but uh, yeah, I, I've, every year for about twelve years, I had a soup party for my birthday, mm-hmm. where you know it, my birthday is right between Christmas and New Year's, so. Um, all of our friends that are on the road, you know, that we don't get to see when we're all out touring and stuff, would come because that would be the time that everybody was off, and mm-hmm. they'd already had Christmas with their family, and so um, so we just have this big jam, and I would just make these giant pots of soup, and I mean, I still do it, so, mm-hmm. um, and that's how it got spurred, was that every year I would try something, you know, that was outlandish that I'd maybe had in another country, or... And then, you know, something like Louisiana gumbo or something like that, that um, where I was really kind of riffing and trying, just hoping with all of my heart and soul that, <laughs> you know, five gallons of soup would, would not taste like some salty, nasty brine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good goal. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's right. And uh, most, most often it, it turned out fine or at the last final hour i would find 
something that would redeem it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good cook when you can you can kind of regroup yeah. and make it work. You know, throw a potato in there and all of a sudden it works. We're talking with Susie Boggess. We'll get a couple more minutes with her. She's going to be at the City Winery here in Chicago on Friday night. You can get your tickets. I've checked. There's just a few of them left. There's not a bad seat in the house there. So do check it out. And we will be right back here on WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio, and you knew we had to play that. Uh, Kathy and Judy played that uh, every single oh, year just yes. before the kids were... I'm about to cry now. Going back to school. I and, just love that. Thank yeah. you, Dad. That was so sweet. I, sometimes I would try to, you know, find out what day they were going to do it so I could call in and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, mm. just talk to them for a minute. Because, yeah, it's... It, you know, my husband wrote that song, so uh, yeah. I feel very fortunate to uh, have that one before anybody else got to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> and and for people who who don't know what we're talking about, Kathy and Judy in doing their show, it was about August every year yeah. that they would say you know, the kids are going back to school, maybe it's the first time they're leaving home, and you got to let them go. And there would be people calling in; it would be a lot of weeping. And I would sit in my car in the driveway and go, I don't even have kids. i got to let them go. It was so cool. Well, stop it. I'm getting teary. Uh, did, did you get a text from me during that commercial break? I did. That's hysterical. That is a picture that a listener in Toledo sent. Were you 18 in that picture? I was probably 20. Four or five, something like that. Yeah, that's what that's the, my college, my my high school buddies. Really? So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Funny. Well, uh, the listener said this was a picture, and I I laughed when I looked at it because your style has changed a little bit over the years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was definitely a prairie girl when I first started. Weren't we all though? Out. It, it was our yeah. it was our Laura Ashley phase, right? That's right, Laura yes. Ashley. Yes. And that was it. That was that was the whole deal, and and the perm too was you know oh, that was a, a period of time. Well, now again, I'm going to sneak in a couple more texts. So, uh, a listener says, uh, "Favorite album by uh, Susie is Moment of Truth." Really? Yeah, Moment of Truth. I was like. My second one. Uh, um, listener from Capital. A six three zero area code said, "I didn't think it was possible, but I have to agree. Her voice gets better all the time." Which made me think of a funny phrase that you can use: "If you were whiskey, you'd be very valuable." Because as whiskey <gasps> gets older, it gets more valuable. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right. So, but I'm I'm still not. I'm, even though I'm thinking of golden and amber and stuff like that. I'm not ready to say I'm in my golden years. Oh, yet. amen. No, Absolutely. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Well, you look wonderful. You sound great. We're so excited about the new Thank album. you guys. Yes. Oh, my God. It is so much fun talking to you. And really, we would love to get you in studio when your new album comes out. I am coming up. I will. I'll just jump on a plane and come right up there because I can't wait to see you guys. Oh, but, thank but, you all so much for helping me get the word out about our city winery show. Yes, ma'am. but we're going to have to make sure that you, you and Doug are here during the uh, ten o'clock news, so you can see the fireworks display. <laughs> we are on the eighteenth floor of a building that looks right out on Navy Pier, so we get to see this gorgeous <gasps> yeah. fireworks display. 
Yeah. It's just well, wonderful. I'm hoping you'll put some of that on your Facebook page so I can see. Actually, I'm going to send you a text. If you can take a, a, a short video, I'm going to send you a video because you called just as I was making that video. So I'll send that to you, okay? Thanks, sweetheart. Oh, thank you so it. much. You guys take care. And you I'm too. So Susie, we we'll love you. Take care, hon. Bye-bye now. All right, take care. Bye. She is such a treasure. She is the real oh, deal. Boy, she is. Yeah. <sighs> and if you get to see her Friday night, do. Absolutely. Yeah. And a listener said she's coming to Bishop Hill, too. Yes, Bishop Hill, Illinois. Check out her website. You'll get all the details about that concert on Saturday night. And we will be right back here on WGN. I want to fall, I want to fall. Uh, <laughs> Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. I was playing air accordion, too. Yes. I can do that. After you were getting into it. Years of playing accordion. <laughs> well, now we're, we're going to segue from Susie Bogus to a major, major event that is going on in yes. the Chicago area right now. And a big uh, star. And, and, you know, I mean, we've had... Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. We've had Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran's in town. Yep. But all of this pales. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we now have, because of Pierogi Fest that is going on in Whiting, Indiana, Mr. Pierogi. Woohoo! Mr. Pierogi! Hey. How are you, Tim? Every- Hey, how's it going? Hey, to be held in the same regard as Taylor Swift and Beyonce. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. You're so welcome. And, and you and you had Susie Boggess as your opening act. That's right. And we, we should uh, take off the mask, and we will identify Mr. Pierogi as Tony Panic. Uh, Tony, thank you very much for, for joining us. Uh, did you have a good time today? Oh, man, it's been a, a long day here. I mean, I tell you, we started at 11 o'clock. We just ended the fest right now. Yesterday, we started a long day of the fest from uh, 6.30 a.m., doing news all the way to 11 o'clock tomorrow as well. I tell you, I'm rocking and rolling. It's a great time here at the Pierogi Fest. Was there a good turnout? I bet there was a huge turnout. Oh, man. You know, a fantastic turnout. Yesterday, of course, it was a little hot, a little hot. Still, the crowds came out in a huge masses. Today, a little bit cooler. Everybody was out here rocking and rolling. We had polka. We had pop. Smash Mouth took the main stage oh, at 8.30. Right. Yeah. We had a big fireworks show that just ended right now. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful we talked to you guys right now. So I appreciate you having me on. Well, the, and uh, partly personal, anybody who's listened to us uh, for a long time knows that I started my career in broadcasting at WJOB in Hammond. And yeah. Tony and Tony is with WJOB. And we have to say uh, a shout-out and our thanks to our buddy Gino, uh, who does the region bandstand uh, for uh, putting us in touch with Tony. But, Tony, I have to ask you, how does one, because you are the new Mr. Pierogi, how does one get to be Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pierogi? You know what? So, Matt Lucas, he did the character for 25 years, did a fantastic job. But after 25 years, you start get to get a little bit moldy. You know, you're, you're a Pierogi, you get molded a little bit, so... There was a there was a nationwide search. They came to me at WJLB. They're like, "Coney, would you like to do it?" I was like, "You know what? Let me think about it." It took me like two minutes to think about it. Like, sure, let me uh, let me put my name in the hat. And mm-hmm. after a little bit of a searching, uh, I was honored for them to ask me. And here we are, finally this year, Pierogi Fest. It's hard to believe. Now you actually wear a a <laughs> a pierogi, right? 
Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm in a pierogi costume. Uh, we have a uh, we have a great costume designer named Tina. Uh, she designed used costumes this year for myself, Halupi guy, Miss Punchki. And, Ms. Uh, you know, wait, there, wait, 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 time out. There's a Miss yeah. Punchki? Miss Punchki. There's a Miss Punchki. There's a Halupki guy. It's kind of like, think about McDonald's world. There's like oh. a, you know, Ronald, then there's Grimace, then there's Birdie, then there's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. So uh, we're a cast of characters that walk around the fest and uh, have fun with people. But yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been fun. It's my first official year. I, I put in the costume a few times for Pierogi Drop, Easter Parade, Fourth of July Parade, but this is my first official Pierogi Fest. I gotta say, I'm, I'm I'm just having the time of my life. I'm having a blast here. Now, are you losing weight walking around with a pierogi costume uh, on? You know, I'm balancing it out because I'm eating pierogi oh. while I'm walking a lot. So <laughs> that's good. It's, it's it's a balance here. So yes. I'm putting on weight while I'm losing weight at the same time. So it's actually the best workout I think I've ever had in my life. It's uh, it's really fantastic. I but, bet. Yeah, you know, I'm getting a lot of steps. In. I'm getting a lot of steps. In, that's for sure. <laughs> it it does sound a little bit cannibalistic, though, Mister Pierogi, walking around eating, <laughs> eating pierogies. pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. How about that? It's a little strange. Listen, I get. It, I get. It. it sounds a little strange, but you know they're so tasty. They're so good, and there's no shortage out here. Pierogi, our our food in general. It's uh, it's well, really even. Here's the thing. Even if you don't like pierogi, and I get some people don't like pierogi there's no shortage of food out here you're gonna have yeah. a, a blast in your way down 119th street <laughs> and, and we should mention a couple things one that uh pierogi fest goes on through sunday and what will your hours be on sunday yeah so uh yes sunday is our final day here it's 11 to 5 o'clock so 11 a.m to 5 p.m i'll be out here of course there's still plenty of uh fun to be had Coming out, I don't know if you can tell. I'm kind of losing my voice already. I'm kind of losing my voice already after two days. But I promise you, Sunday I'll still have a voice after a good night's sleep. Now, Whiting, Indiana, is only about a half hour from Chicago. Yeah, and yes. you know, if you put it in your GPS, you can find the shortest route, so you can bypass some of the hellacious traffic that can develop. But you can get there in about a half hour. And if you go on Facebook, you can see some of the video of oh boy, the parade for pierogi fest was oh, oh man. wow yeah. was that incredible yeah. that was incredible for sure again i've been in the uh, lawnmower brigade i was pushing my grandpa's mower there for seven years and i got <laughs> called to be mr pierogi and i gotta tell you you know yesterday i feel like it was record-breaking heat for the pierogi fest yes. it was hot outside but the crowd still showed up they had a great time the rain held off until after the parade so we were fine on that, but yeah, you know what? Uh, there's no more bizarre, wackier parade than Pierogi Fest parade. <laughs> I know we missed it this year, but if you you, you got to make it out next year, 2024. Yeah. It should be crazy. Now, we're going to take a quick break, Tony. I'm going to ask you to rest your voice. We're going to come back. We're sure. going to find out what Mr. Pierogi is stuffed with. Is he stuffed with sauerkraut or cheese? Now, you know what? You could do really bad jokes and say that you're stuffed yeah. with cheese. You know? <laughs> but there are also some really unusual pierogies at Pierogi Fest this year we'll talk a little bit about what is available with mr pierogi here on wgn steve king and johnny putman on wgn radio we're talking pierogies we're talking with mr pierogi uh tony panic and uh, tony i have to ask you i'm looking at the schedule for sunday and at I believe it is from between three thirty and five the pierogi toss what is the pierogi <laughs> toss 
So that's correct. It's a pierogi toss. Of course, uh, it's exactly how it sounds. People toss pierogi back and forth. Oh, they're not tossing uh, you. No, they're not tossing oh. me. You know, but you never know. <laughs> they might start tossing me, which might be trouble. But even worse, they might start biting me because we also have the pierogi eating competition <laughs> as well. So, I, you know, this is I haven't been to one of these in a while, and I'm excited to see it. These folks show up from all over the country to just uh, eat on some pierogi and break the record. Wow. So it's like, you know, the Joey Chestnut pierogi will win uh, here uh, for sure tomorrow. But, yeah, the pierogi toss, pierogi eating competition, that takes place all tomorrow on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I, I got a front row seat, so I'm very excited to see it. <laughs> and, and this is all going on a pierogi fest in uh, Whiting, Indiana. And yes. you can go to pierogifest.net, and you will see pictures. Uh, wow, what a crowd you've been having for that. Oh, it's been amazing. Tonight, I feel like it's been record-breaking. Like I said, we had Smash Mouth here just uh, an hour or so ago, and uh, you know the crowds lined up in uh, masses for that. Uh, the vendors all uh, seem happy, uh, a lot of people buying food here, but yeah, each and every year it seems to break records as far as how many people show up, and uh, this year, with the weather being like it is, is uh, it might be the highest of all time. That's well, cool. Speaking of the vendors, uh, long-time listeners know that I have to be on a gluten-free diet, and Johnny found out that, in fact, there is a gluten-free pierogi vendor at the yes, Fest. Yes, and you've got a, a lot of wonderful uh, pierogi vendors there at Pierogi yeah. Fest. Uh, we understand that Tata's, uh, we've been told by people who've been out to uh, the Fest, they said Tata's is selling gluten-free pierogies. You and know what? There's no shortage here. Yeah, that's for sure. That's huge. That is really exciting, too. Yep. And, yep. you know, we really should back up for people uh, because we know we started out the show talking about how we're being listened to in Colorado and in Florida and all over the country. Everyone might not know what a pierogi is. It's it's a dumpling, and it can be sweet, or it can, as I said, it can have sauerkraut, right? Exactly, yeah. You know, it's a dumpling, of course. every I feel like every nationality has their own form of a pierogi. Yes. It's a dumpling, essentially. It can be filled, traditionally, it's potato, cheese, even meat, prune. Some people love yes, prune. Yes. But in this day and age, like, listen, out here at Pierogi Fest, we have a, a vendor selling brisket pierogi, where it's pierogi with brisket on top of it. It's jalapeno, fantastic. So there's really no there's really no shortage of pierogi out here. Whether well, it's traditional or some new age pierogi as well. A two one nine area code said, "Is it true that there is alligator pierogi? Have you come across that?" <laughs> you know what there is, there is as well. You know I'm curious to try that. Despite me being Mister Pierogi, I do like to eat pierogi. <laughs> so uh, I, I am curious to try that for sure. I had some of the brisket pierogi today; it was fantastic. Uh, Doc Smokehouse, but we got a lot of great vendors out here from Dan's to. Uh, Big Frank sausage and everything in between. There's a lot of great pierogi to be had, and like I said, even if you don't like pierogi, there's no shortage of food to be found. Really, mm-hmm. anything that's uh, everything is here. So you'll you'll come hungry. That's for sure. Tom from Tinley Park says, "Love Tony, love WJOB, and as always, love Stephen Johnny." Well, thank you, Tony from Tinley. We appreciate uh, that, thank you, Tony. Yes. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate that. Now, uh, we had some people uh, texting us. They wanted to, you to go over again the pierogi family that you are, Mister Pierogi. And then there's there the is Punchki, Miss <laughs> Punchki. So yeah, it's a whole cast of characters. So it's me, Mister Pierogi. We got Haluki guy. I know some people say Gwumki. It's you know, oh. the whole Slovak-Polish thing as well. Okay. It's basically cabbage with beef inside it, but 
we got Miss Punchki. We got Miss Punchki, of course, a very sweet dessert. And, of course, we got the Bouchas. The Bouchas as well. What? You know, people, the people love the Bouchas. It's a cast of characters. The Bouchas, they've been doing this for <laughs> since the fest began. They're running amok on the fest. They're having a good time. And they never, you know, break character. They're always in character. Oh, my God. The Bouchas. The Bouchas, I think, are the you know the fan favorite, of course, the whole fest. <laughs> now, you mentioned the pierogi eating contest. Uh, you said they're going to try to break the record. What is the record for the pierogi eating contest? I heard it was, I, you know, this is unofficial, but I heard it was like a, a 33 or so in like a couple of minutes. Oh, my God. Now, don't call me, oh don't call me on gosh. that. 33 pierogies? I know, I know. These people eat pierogi pretty fast. And I. it's been a long time since I've actually seen the, the contest. <sighs> So I'm very excited to see it in person once again. I, 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 this is really something that's truly astonishing to me, so I can't wait to see it in Honestly, person. Honestly, wow. if it's more than a dozen, you're talking about dough bombs that just go boom in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know what, though? These are professional eaters, so uh, wow. they're going to be out there, of course, as well. So, I mean, they're all going to be full force uh, tomorrow. And, you know, I can't do that myself because, you know, of course, I'm Mr. Pierogi. I shouldn't eat my own. <laughs> But, uh, but I, I am fascinated to see what it. I'm fascinated to see what it's all about. I'm fascinated to see what it's all that's about. Sta- that statement has never been said on WJN yes. Radio <laughs> ever. Well, I, you know, it'd be horrible to eat my own. You know, it's just something wrong with it. There's something wrong there with me oh eating pierogi. You know, so now, now, I Tony, do it. I can't do it. Are you going to put uh, Mr. Pierogi on your resume? <laughs> You know what? I feel like this is the next step in my career, for sure. Yes, this will definitely go on top of the resume, uh, for sure, no doubt. Well, now, next time you are driving by a fast food restaurant and there's some dude out there in a mascot costume, you will be able to appreciate what he's <laughs> yes. going through for minimum wage, right? Oh, you know what? Uh, Ronald McDonald, the Burger King, I, I understand it all now. I understand it Oh, my it all gosh. Now, and it's usually, it's usually the hottest day of the year that they send some kids out there wearing a fur costume but the good news is that, uh, yeah. the good news is that sunday's forecast uh, sounds like it's going to be yeah. reasonable it's temperatures be nice yeah well yeah it sounds pretty nice friday yesterday yesterday was pretty hot of course pretty toasty but you know what it's the just the fun of doing it to be uh, considered in the the cast of characters legendary <laughs> time you know, like it's, I'm really humbled and honored at the end of the day. So, uh, you know, I can't wait to get out there back tomorrow. Uh, t- take me back. When did Pierogi Fest start? How long ago? It's been about it's 29 years. You know, taking COVID off. This would have been the 30th year without a uh, COVID. Oh, but we're at 29 okay. years. We're at 29 years right now. So next year will be the big three zero. And I remember, you know, my parents saying they went to the first year. There was just a couple vendors, and they ran out of pierogi. Now to see it 29 years later, where it's just, you know, so many vendors down the street and everybody's, you know, going crazy. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing how far it progressed in 29 years. And I remember when it started, uh, a lot of people were saying, you're going to do what? Yeah. Where? Yeah. But, but this has become a legitimate big deal. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's the biggest uh, party in the Midwest, the biggest fest in the Midwest wackiest fest in the midwest yeah. and i would dare to say throughout the country as well you won't find anything like pierogi fest throughout the country you, it's really something to be uh behold if you come out once you're going to want to come out again that's for sure see chicago's got that lame Lollapalooza. you've got pierogi fest yeah i mean there's just pierogi. no justice yeah <laughs> no you know Lollapalooza has nothing on us pierogi fest is a, first and foremost the fest you want to go to so uh, yeah, you know, and Lollapalooza, 
it's it's expensive. So you're paying hundreds of hundreds Point. of dollars yes. to see some concerts. Pierogi Fest is free. Of course, you pay for the food. You, you, you maybe shop some crafts. There's a lot of great shops here in the downtown Whiting, but... At the end of the day, it's a bargain compared to Lollapalooza. And I want to answer a question a couple of folks had about parking. You can go to pierogifest.net, and pierogi is spelled pier, P-I-E-R-O-G-I, fest.net. And you'll see that there's a a link you can click on parking. There's lots of free lots for parking. There are pay lots, and there's handicapped parking, too. So that should answer all the questions that people have about, well, where would I park if if I decide? I had to go yeah. to 119th. You know what? Yeah, of course, there's a lot of paid lots, a lot of free lots. I know, of course, the old tradition, if there's no cone or chairs outside a house, you, <laughs> right. you, can, park out, you can park outside there, too. But, yeah, just go to pierogifest.net if you want to check out all the parking spaces. But you know what I say? If there's no cones or no, you know, chairs out, it's a free space. It's a if, free space. if nobody has called dibs on it, then it's yours. Yes. But, I think but, it's yours. If you, no dibs. But speaking of parking in cars, next year you have to arrive in the pierogi mobile. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I like that. Kind of like the Pope mobile, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Glass around me, bulletproof glass. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Wait, you never know. It could be a big potato, a big potato mobile. Where do where yeah, do potatoes originate? Protective. I you know. like that. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna put that to the suggestion board right there. Okay, <laughs> Tony. I know it's been a long day for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And uh, again, our thanks to our friend Gino. And uh, tell our friend uh, Jim Deedlow we said hey too. Hey, Gino's great. Jim's great. And yeah, it's been a blast. I'm happy to be out with you guys. Uh, you guys are legendary, of course. So I'm, it's really an honor to be out with you guys well, here tonight. Go take a hot shower and and, and eat something yes, other than a Please take pierogi. a hot shower. <laughs> it, might be, it might be a cold shower. Depending on the well, yeah. Today, so. Good point. Yeah. Thanks a yeah, million. I'm going to rest, rest my voice, too. Get some right. tea in me. And uh, I'll be back here tomorrow. So it's been great speaking with you guys. Thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot, Tony. Mr. Take Pierogi. Oompa. <laughs> oh. I guess it's Greek, right? <laughs> now I'm hungry for a pierogi. Oh, He's Mr. Pierogi. I love that. He has a oh, suit. And, and you know what? We have to get the picture of Mr. Pierogi. We have to put yes. it on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we'll do that we so you guys can see him. So uh, we'll do that during the news. So stay with us at WGN. Taylor Swift, shake it off. An oldie, but a goodie. And made me think of that crazy story out of Seattle. And it's true. True story, two nights of her concert, her fans at those concerts were so active, they shook the ground, and it was the equivalent of a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. Can you imagine? A seismologist said, this is not guessing. We actually have proof i mean there it is on the seismograph Mm -hmm. that is crazy it was compared to the beast quake when seattle seahawks fans erupted after an impressive touchdown by running back marshawn beast mode lynch the ensuing celebration was detected on the local seismologist seismometer 
I called it a, a seismograph, but they called it a seism, hmm. seismometer. Um, anyway. I used to work with a seismograph. You did when you were doing. Seriously. I, there was a uh, one year I, I worked for a company and I was taking seismograph readings of dynamite blasts. <laughs> they said, hey, let the kid go out there and do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's stupid enough That's to go out That's when the there. Army Corps of Engineers was they were deepening a part of the Little Calumet River. So they were actually using dynamite to deepen it, but they needed to know yeah. just how much... Well, no, what the, what they did, because this was out around, uh, I want to say around 130th, and because you had the steel mills right around there, they wanted to make sure we were hired basically as an insurance, so mm-hmm. they could say... No, this blast didn't knock your wall down because right. it, it wasn't that strong. So we were taking the seismograph readings when they set off the dynamite blast. So did you have to sit there with the seismograph? Yeah. So when the, the dynamite and, and, was blown up, and, you were and sitting And that's there. when I found out that the Army Corps of Engineers needs new watches because they would say, okay, we're going uh, at 11 o'clock at 10.57.30. Oh! <laughs> There it goes. Well, wait a minute, guys. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> wow. Well, Ron Brown had a, a Taylor Swift story earlier tonight. Oh, yeah. This one is... Uh, Very strange. It is. I mean, because hotel workers, they want to recruit uh, Taylor Swift to help them in their uh, strike against uh, the the hotels. They want her to uh, come in and help them increase their pay. What they what they want her to do is postpone her concerts that are supposed to start next week out in California uh, in the L.A. area uh, because uh, the union, I think it's, uh, let me see, uh, Union Local 11, uh, that says that uh, they published an open letter to Taylor Swift saying in part that hotels are doubling and tripling what they charge just because you're coming and they're adding junk fees on the rooms and the workers the hotel workers are not seeing any of that money Mm -hmm. Uh, and they do cite that uh, when Taylor Swift uh, was here in Chicago at Soldier Field uh, the city had an all-time record of hotel bookings and profits yeah. for the weekend. Mm-hmm. More than 44,000 rooms were booked Ooh. every night yeah. that she was here. And that brought in $39 million in hotel revenue. Wow. And the occupancy rates were 96.8%. So they're taking all those figures and they're saying, if Taylor, if, if you you know, will help us out and mm-hmm. not cross our picket lines... Um, you wow. Know, we've got an ace up our sleeve. Yeah. And I can't speak for Taylor, but I will. Uh, my guess is, even if she wanted to, she wouldn't be able to because there are so many people that she is employing that have been paid some local to, to show up mm-hmm. for her appearance. And the thousands of people that follow her all over the place that bought tickets that are flying in or however they're coming there uh that would completely upset their plans too it would be really neat though if she could come up with a way where she could show that she supports them yeah because i wouldn't be surprised if she does in fact in la uh, there are some hotels that are charging quadruple 
Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, in some cases, maybe you're paying $800 a night for a room. Yeah. And they're right. They're not getting another penny, and they're probably being And that's overworked. $800 a night on top of the incredible ticket prices. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there should be a way where she could show that she understands, she sympathizes, mm-hmm. she's kind of... You know, in a, between a rock and a hard place where she can't because she's got all these other people that are being employed yeah. by her. So uh, maybe at her concert she can say something in support, well, like you like you suggest. Well, maybe she could make a donation to their union, yeah. or maybe she could have a a drawing and say, "I'm going to give out thousand dollar prizes to ten people or something," just to show that there was some kind of recognition of what they're going through i i would bet that she will do something because she is yeah. so media savvy yeah and follows social media so i i'd be very surprised if there isn't some react some positive reaction from her yeah i'm not seeing any statements from her on Me this neither. as of yet yeah. so but what a smart idea on the part of the union mm-hmm. to appeal directly to the source saying sure. hey because of you, this is the the predicament that we're in, and yet you might say, "Well, that's their job. You know, that's what they signed on to do." Mm-hmm. But the reality is, yeah, they're probably overworked, and and uh, gosh, I I'm trying to come up with some creative thing that she could do, and other than just throwing money, you know, going out to the picket line and just throwing a bucket of money out on them, I can't imagine that there's anything uh, uh, else. Ron, since you're out of here at midnight, why don't you give Taylor a call? <laughs> <laughs> Check with her. <laughs> sure. Uh, Susie Boggess and uh, Taylor Swift yeah. in the same evening. I'll yes. speak to both yeah. of oh, them. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, we did let you talk to Mr. Pierogi. <laughs> oh, darn. I can't win them all. <laughs> I, I, ju- I just posted a picture of Mr. Pierogi, though. There were a couple of good pictures. I like this one of him with a, a bunch of, um, I guess there's a Polish name for, for grandmas. Um and it's a cute picture, and you can get a kind of a sense of, of him in his pierogi suit. Oh, well, now, I've, uh, if you go to the Stephen Johnny Facebook page, I see the fireworks video that you put up. Oh, you don't see Mr. Pierogi yet? Not yet. Let, oh. me, uh, let me refresh this and see if Mr. Pierogi has made an appearance. No, I'm, I'm seeing the fireworks video. Oh, it will pop up there. It tells me it's posting, because for some reason, in the last half hour, I've started having some serious wi-fi problems on this end hmm well check out our facebook page it's uh, facebook.com slash steve and johnny show and also don't forget to check out our blog steve and johnny dot wordpress dot com and it'll be on our blog uh, we'll let you know when uh but we will be posting a list of all the bumps that we're using right on tonight's show, and we're going to start doing that from now on because we've had so many people requesting. Because we do try to make the musical stingers that you hear coming out of commercial breaks relate to whatever is going on, unless it's something that uh, Julian uh, just decided to. Um, here's a dealer's choice, and it's something that he he kind of likes. And, oh, Julian, that reminds me, we've still had people asking about that group that you played last week. Again, their name was. There were the Milk Pail Kids, and the other one were the... This was the alternative... Uh, oh, uh, the Devil Mix 3? Devil yes. Mix 3, yes. 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 I answered quite a few texts about uh, or, and questions from people that said, what was that first group? And, um, boy, I looked into some more of their music, and it is so good. 
So again, you can stay. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, you can I'm, stay. I'm looking, go ahead, Ron. No, that was oh. that was Julian. Okay. You're looking at what? I'm looking at the video uh, that you put up of the fireworks display. That was an incredible fireworks display tonight. Well, actually, I put up two videos. So there will be a second one that will eventually load because it's a little bit longer. This first one is... Um, well, anyway, there was one that was about 13 seconds long and then one that was a half a minute. It's a good... Julian, isn't it about a 10-minute uh, display every Saturday night? At least 10 minutes, right? Some, something like that, I yeah. think. because we come out of the news and I'm looking over Steve's shoulder and I'm yeah. distracted, as you are, Julian, by the big finale when the big fireworks And, and half the time, as I'm looking over Johnny's shoulder... At the glass that separates Julian from us, I'm seeing the reflection, the reflection. of the fireworks. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so. we're going to take a break. Don't forget, our number is 312-981-7200. We've had a lot of textures tonight. Coming up, car guy Tom Appel will be joining us. we got a lot of car news to get you up to date mm-hmm. on, especially a recall if you have a Ford F-150 pickup truck, a 21 to 23, I believe, Mm -hmm. the most recent ones. There's been a major recall. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more here on WGN. Do you have silver or gold to sell? Call me, the antique lady. Now is the best time. Call the Antique Lady at 773-262-1000. For years, WGN listeners have been calling the Antique Lady to sell their antiques and art. Why go to the mall or send your family treasures through the mail? Call 773-262-1000 for a buyer you know and trust. Bring your sterling silver flatware, trays, teapots, and candlesticks to the Antique Lady. Old, broken, and unworn gold pieces sitting in the drawer can be turned into cash. Deal with a family-owned business that's been in the same location for over 30 years. At 6901 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago, you'll receive a fair price with no pressure to sell. Call 773-262-1000 today. The PGA Tours FedEx Cup is coming back to Chicago. The top 50 players in the world converge on Olympia Fields Country Club for the 2023 BMW Championship August 15th through the 20th. Olympia Fields' famed North Course will deliver the ultimate test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are available now. Secure your place to watch golf's best compete in the penultimate event of the PGA Tours FedEx Cup. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. It's never too late for a Four Seasons air conditioner tune-up. Avoid breakdowns and save money for only $89.95. A Four Seasons AC tune-up includes a complete cleaning and is backed by our industry-leading one-year no-breakdown guarantee. Peace of mind and lower energy bills are just a tune-up away. Call your trusted local expert today. For all the right reasons, call 866-4-SEASONS. For all the right reasons, call 866-4-SEASONS. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. 
Simply Safe, we've designed award-winning home security with advanced sensors, HD cameras, and now this 24/7 lifeguard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. I love that guitar solo. Ah, that's Had to play we- this before midnight because we are in the waning moments of <laughs> National Lipstick Day. Yes, indeed. And I didn't tell you that. You told me, hey, honey, did you know that today is National Lipstick the Day? The 29th of July, mm-hmm. National Lipstick Day. And apparently it uh, resulted in a whole bunch of freebies at department stores like Nordstrom's and uh, I guess Ulta had some deals and you come in and get your lipstick. I don't recall there ever being a, a lipstick day. I don't recall it either, and, which is why it, yeah. I thought, okay. So, and, and as I was researching, because I do copious <laughs> research, not just research, but copious research, I was amazed to find the number of songs that mention lipstick. Lipstick on Your Collar, Connie yeah. Francis just played that. Uh, then there's uh, Benny Spillman, uh, Lipstick Traces. Lipstick Traces. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I think you would remember. Julian, can you bring up just a smidge of Lipstick Traces? Bye. Uh, I think it's Benny Spielman. Yeah. Good old Benny Spielman. Sort of a... Uh, uh, New Orleans Cajun. Oh, kind I'll of probably a thing. know it then when I hear it. Your pretty brown eyes. Yes. Your wavy hair. I won't go home no more because you're not there. I'm telling you now, like I told you before. I'm so in love with you. If you had said Delbert McClinton, I would have gone, oh. Okay. He does a killer version. Oh, he of does. That. You're right. Yeah. And Julian, if you can, just for a second, I, I don't know how many people would know this, but one of my favorite British rockers is Shaken Stevens. Oh, yeah. And he had a killer version of a song called Lipstick, Powder, and Paint. Shimmy, 
They don't write lyrics like that anymore. <laughs> Lipstick, think. powder, and paint. Is you is or is you ain't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's. I love that. No, that's just dumb. I'm sorry. It's fun. <laughs> it's just fun rock and roll. Okay. And Shaken Stevens just came out with an... Uh, I'm trying to think. Shaken is... Um, <laughs> He's uh, late 70s, early 80s, I don't know which, and he just came out with another album. Oh, good for him. And he's he's still performing. He's still got the voice. Started in the late 60s. Yeah. 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 We could track him down because he's over in Great Britain. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You are a big fan of his. <laughs> oh, he does great stuff. And I'm sorry, but every time I hear Shaken, I think, and I helped. <laughs> does that mean anything? No, that doesn't mean anything to you, Julian. I know that. Bless your little heart. Whoosh, right over my head. Okay. <laughs> there was a, a product called Shake and Bake. Mm-hmm. You would put your chicken parts in this, this bag with coating. And you'd shake it. Mm-hmm. And oh, then we used that. Did you really? Oh, yeah. We okay. use it all the time in my house. Well, the commercial back in the day was this little girl saying, and I helped. That was the punchline because it was so easy to make, shake, and bake. Because you bake it. You don't fry it. But it's real good and crunchy. And I'm so hungry now. Mm-hmm. Golly. By the way, I need to do an audible. Uh, are we doing a 5735 uh, end of the hour uh, break? That would be correct. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. Got a brand new car. Feeling good so far? Well, we'll take care of that. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> yeah. We're going to segue into uh, some car talk now with a man who is the publisher of Consumer Guide Automotive. That would be your Tom Appel. Hey, Tom, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. 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 So you just made JP's night by being on the show. <laughs> and I was able to make JP's night because he just wanted to hear his name on the radio. So now that makes five times, JP. I've mentioned your name. <laughs> I need more fans like JP. Didn't he text something about um, vegetarian tamales? Is that what you tried? Yes. Uh, long story short, this week's podcast, this week's Consumer Guide Car Stuff podcast, we had Don Drucker of Superdog oh, yes. on the show. Mm-hmm. And then this, the topic of what I ate at Superdog, because I am vegetarian, came up. And they do a mighty fine grilled cheese. It is a mm. grilled cheese, and you can get it on dark bread with grilled onions. Holy cow, it's good. Mm. But Don mentioned, and I did not know this, the tamales. The tamales are vegetarian. What? Yeah. It's not meat inside. It's not. It is. It is meat flavor, but it is not <gasps> meat based. So meat, I can eat the tamales. Meat, meat flavor uh, made from what? It's like a paste. I I love I their know. tamales. I mean, yes, their hot dogs rule. But I frequently would order the tamales. I had no idea. I had no idea, and and this was a whole new thing for me. So I, uh, Monday night, uh, Tuesday night, I drove past Superdog. I was down, I was in the city, mm-hmm. so the original Superdog at uh, Devon in Milwaukee. Uh, picked myself up two tamales, and uh, they're really good. They are. They are so. Oh, there's. Oh, 
Now, we've been talking food all night, so. Yeah, we are so hungry. Yeah. Because we, our, our schedule is such that on Saturdays, we have kind of a, a late brunch. So around 2 in the afternoon, uh, we, we, we have a hearty some, uh, meal. Yeah, you know, and a, a full meal, and 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 about. But this, this is about the time of the <laughs> I'm morning. Really we start hungry. Thinking, oh, okay, now what are yeah. we going to have when we get back home? And uh, well, but that, there is a ton of things to talk about, uh, car related. I want to start with with Elon Musk, <laughs> and two things that he made the news uh, for this past week and i'm curious to get your reaction and if you have talked with any other automotive people about this one apparently the mileage that tesla was advertising is not necessarily the mileage that you would get and further if you went to complain mr musk made sure that his people would kind of put your complaints off to the side. So what's the deal with all that? Yeah, it's incredibly disappointing, but the stated range for Teslas, all of the models that they sell, is usually really high. And it's you, you're like, well, that's great. These electric cars go a big distance, so that's cool. But there have been tests. Um, one famously when the Porsche Taycan came out, which is a high-performance small sedan from Porsche, and Porsche's EPA-rated um, range was about 205 miles. The comparable Model S from, uh, not exactly comparable, but the Model S from Tesla had more than 300 miles of range. Mm-hmm. But when car and driver tested the two side-by-side, side, their range was about the same. And the Porsche's range was strongly understated, and it looked like the Tesla's range was strongly overstated, especially in aggressive driving. Wow. And is it uh, true? I, th- I think I read where he has like a secret team that all that they do is take these if, complaints. If you're going to complain, they're going to kind of put you off to the side. What, what's the story about that? Yeah, it's a ticking time bomb for them, but apparently they actively work to avoid having people with this complaint, they're not seeing the range as advertised, uh, get to um, some sort of repair facility because there's nothing Tesla can do about it. They were simply overstating the range. Oh, my gosh. And then the other story that I read uh, has to do with the cars but doesn't have to do with the cars. Uh, Apparently, a significant amount of Tesla owners are getting rid of their cars because they're ticked off at the way Musk has been handling Twitter, uh, X, and uh, all the other stuff. Is this one of the first times, certainly in recent memory, where an automotive company's head has been responsible for people saying, no, no, not going to go there anymore? I don't like your ways. Yeah, I don't remember anything like this. And I'm pouring through this story. This was first published in Bloomberg, and apparently they did much of the research that this conversation is born of. But you guys may remember back in 2009-2010, General Motors, frankly, went bankrupt. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people were like, they took the bailout. Mm -hmm. And there was this period of time where people would not buy GMs or claimed they would not buy GMs. And we got past that pretty quick. But this is different. This is an actual person with a name that the owners of these cars dislike. And, and uh, I'm looking at a number here. On a five-point scale back in 2019, uh, favor, Musk's, Musk's favorability. 
favorability rating, according to Bloomberg, was a 4.4. So pretty favorable. That slipped to under 3 in the most recent version of the survey, which was just conducted. So that's really bad news for them. And it's weird that the the buyer, the ownership experience is so closely attached to an individual. Yes. And and is it true that some people are actually uh, getting rid of their cars because of Musk? I don't see the evidence that that's true, but I see the evidence that people are talking about it, mm-hmm. um, which is bad news for Tesla buyers because the resale value will slowly fall. Um, they'll be flooding the market or at least increasing the amount of used vehicles in the market, which will cause resale values to fall. And, and Tesla's already in a weird position where they're starting to discount cars um, because they're trying to keep up their market share in the face of lots and lots of competition. Mm. Ford is not having a good week. A story about a recall of what is uh, the most popular pickup truck in the world. Am I uh, misstating that, Tom, or am I pretty good on this? I'm pretty sure that's accurate, yeah. Wow. So now there's been a recall for what years, Tom? Uh, uh, 2021 through 2023, 870,000 units. Um, So, yeah, that costs money. Uh, interesting thing about this recall, it involves the brake cable, and what's happening is that the brakes are just engaging on some people. Uh, apparently, so, there have been no injuries yet, no accidents, but it's it's a frightening experience to have your brakes just kick in or your emergency brakes. Your just parking, kick in. your parking brake or emergency brake, right? So you're just driving yeah. along, and all of a sudden, this happens. Wow. Yep. Yeah, and there's been several incidents of that, so they have to fix this. And it's a voluntary recall, but it would almost certainly have become a mandatory recall. So they just got ahead of that. Here's the the weird part of this, and this is one of those things. And we saw this when Tesla was was growing and selling more cars. It's really hard to build cars. And, and this this particular situation involves the brake cable getting too close to the to the rear differential. That's it. That's the whole problem. And well, did, all they need to do is put like a twist tie in there, and the problem is solved. Does it heat up or something because it's too close, sir? I think what's happening is the cable is brushing up against uh, the the differential. So you've got metal on metal. And eventually wow. one wears away, well, the, the cable wears away, and then it just automatically engages for some reason. Okay. Now, now, I want to pause here for mm-hmm. a second. And back up, because, Tom, you used to work, years ago, you used to work at at, uh, dealerships. Yeah. You talk about, and essentially, it's putting a twist tie or something. Is is this something, from your viewpoint, that dealerships could do now if you took your F-150 into them? I would think so. Um, Ford has to approve the fix. Um, so you want to make sure that, that whatever it is they, that they come up with, it's approved, although I think it's going to be incredibly simple. Well, here's what concerns me, though, because as I understand it, this uh, activation of your parking brake could cause an accident. Yeah. They're not sending out the letters until September. Why are we waiting till September? Why can't they just make a national... Uh, announcement that says, okay, it's a twist tie, get it in there because it could cause an accident. I mean, if I'm driving an F-150 that's a 2023, and I'm thinking it could activate and cause an accident, I don't want to wait till September to get a letter. And is that because Ford is saying, well, we won't have this approved fix to our dealers until September? 
the, yeah, and, I, I, and I can get that, but on the other hand, shouldn't you at least be notifying people now that this is a, a potential problem? Yeah, I don't know why they delay in notification unless they're simply trying to avoid multiple communications, but people are going to find out about it and be relatively mad that the, they know there's a problem and they don't know what the fix yeah. is. Um, they, sh- they should probably announce that a fix is pending, but I agree with you, Steve. But um, the incidents actually of what of this happening are extraordinarily low, so I guess they're not hyper concerned about it at this point. I think it's forty four cases so far, so which is it's still dangerous. That's still bad, but. Mm-hmm. And I, the other, yeah, if you're issue, one of those forty four people, yeah. 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 And no, I got to say, the other issue to me would be if I'm driving around in what I consider a brand new vehicle that cost me a whole lot of money, you hate to think that this is something that could potentially be, a, you know, a, an accident. I just, I'm, I'm baffled by when I first read the story and it said, and letters will go out in September. I went, what? what? Um, and I have to ask. Uh, the F-150 chassis, is that not the basis for some other Ford Motor Company products? And if so, are those other products impacted? Uh, Johnny had asked me about this before we went on air. And yes, uh, they're probably not going to be affected. But the F-150 architecture is the basis for the Lincoln Navigator and uh, the Ford Expedition. Very mechanically similar, sort of from the middle forward. The rear suspension, however, on those two vehicles, the the Ford and the Lincoln, is different from that of the F-150. So I'm thinking the brake line goes an entirely different route. Huh. Wow. Um, Speaking of the F-150, wasn't there a story a week or so ago about the Lightning, the electric F-150, that the prices were going to be cut and and pretty dramatically and and like now? Is that what you hear? What what happened there, and I think we all remember this, that Ford had famously raised the prices of the F-150 Lightning all-electric pickup a lot um, in very short order. The base car, the base truck, was the F-150 Lightning Pro, only available for commercial use, but it started at $40,000, which was really impressive. I think people mm-hmm. were really excited that you could get a, a fully... A uh, fully electric vehicle with some range for that price. They raised that to sixty grand in a matter of months. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what happened was when when the federal government revised the the federal tax credits for electric vehicles, we find that the most popular vehicle, probably the XLT, uh, with the extended range battery, was going for eighty thousand dollars, which put it exactly over the price cap to qualify for getting the $7,500 federal tax credit for that vehicle. So Ford has now lowered the price of that vehicle by $10,000, uh, $9,000, and that means you qualify for the tax credit. So the effective reduction is 16500 bucks, which is a huge price cut. Wow, I guess. 16000 Yeah, it's crazy, but Ford was seeing um, their orders decline and their supply of them grow, and it's it's just... People realize that the prices had gotten pretty expensive. There's electric vehicles from Chevy, GMC, and Ram coming, and everyone's pretty excited about the Tesla Cybertruck, uh, which may or may not actually be available in the very near future. The blatant plug light has just gone off. Oh. So uh, how can people mm-hmm. uh, follow you? Uh, what about uh, Car Talk and uh, everything else? 
Yeah, Car Stuff Podcast, you can just download that any place. Uh, if you get get around to it, please uh, leave us a review. That would be great, but uh, enjoy that. Otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter. I am Car Guy Tom, or whatever Twitter is called now. I'm on X. <laughs> You're X. Yes. I'm X, X, yeah. X marks the spot for Tom, right? <laughs> And uh, consumerguide.com is the website. Yep. Uh, anything we should know about consumerguide.com? Um, I just, I'm finishing a review today. It'll be up tomorrow of the Lexus LS500H. That is Lexus's big car uh, with the hybrid powertrain. And that is a much better car than I think people appreciate. But people don't really buy big luxury cars anymore. So it's, it's going to go a little ignored, I think. So it's a sedan? Yeah, big sedan. Really? You, is there a, a market for it, uh, like a European market for it, or an Asian market? There is there is almost no market for big sedans anymore, except I think for Japan and Korea and China likes sedans still. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. China still likes, and they like the long wheelbase sedans with lots of rear legroom. <laughs> wow! Isn't Buick making a big sedan that is still sold only in China? Yeah, I think uh, they make a mid-sized one. I think it's called the Excel. I'm trying to remember what the big one is called. But Buick sells a lot of vehicles that are China-specific, and they're very nice. And, and Buick plays in an interesting, more luxurious level than they do in the United States. They're kind of near luxury here. They're more or less full luxury in China. Hmm. That Doesn't that go back to, what, decades ago when, uh, what, one of uh, China's emperors drove around in a Buick or something? Yeah, and I wish I remembered that story, but it was goes back to the twenties, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, the, that was the head of state car, and people were very impressed. <laughs> All right, we're talking with Tom O'Pill. Uh I just came across another story, Tom. I was looking um, to see if there was anything new that had come from Ford about the F one fifty, and um, uh, this just popped up. The Ford Transit Connect from 2014 and 2016 is being recalled for issues with the front door latch, which could oh. cause the, the car doors to open while the vehicle is in motion. No. Never a good that's thing. That's not good. No. <laughs> it's 112,225 vehicles that fall in that category. In fact, I'm going to hit the pause button for a second. Am I wrong, Tom? And I've been a fan of Ford. But has Ford been, for whatever reason, plagued with quality control problems over the past couple of years? It seems like it, yeah. They just had, you know, we can call it bad luck, or maybe they just have to get their, their ducks back in a row. But, yeah, they, have, they seem to have been involved in a lot of embarrassing recalls. And let me, here's the addendum. Owners who have a Connect, a, a um a for Transit Connect will get your letter within the week or by August 14th, and you will be able to get this fixed at your dealership. And right below that, another recall, five Ford models from 2023, including the Ford Escape, the F-250 SD, the F-350 SD, the F-450 SD, and the 550 SD are being recalled for issues with a digital instrument panel cluster. The panel, uh, the panel may have been improperly installed, preventing it from eliminate, uh, illuminating, and that affects 38,695 vehicles. And that kind of ties in with a survey, uh, Tom. We're going to talk a little bit about this. The, the, yeah. uh, the thought that some buyers feel that there's too much technology and as a result of that, the overall um, vehicle quality is suffering mm-hmm. because of the emphasis on technology in vehicles today. 
new survey with some interesting information about that. We will come back and talk cars with car guide Tom Appel in just a few after we get an update on the news here on WGN. Got a pink Thunderbird with a red plush seat? <laughs> Baby is mine. <laughs> pink Thunderbird makes me think of the Barbie car. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And there's apparently a demand for pink cars now. Yeah. We predicted it a couple of weeks ago, didn't yep. we, Tom? We said, you watch this space, it'll happen. I just posted a picture on Twitter of a pink Tesla Model Y. So, yes, they're wow. coming. <laughs> Tom would be Tom Appel. He is the publisher of Consumer Guide Automotive. Check out uh, consumerguide.com. Check out uh, Tom at uh, uh, car underscore guy Tom uh, on Twitter or X, X. or yeah, whatever. Right in there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, J.D. Power came out with one of their surveys um, last week. And apparently, quality of new vehicles sold in the U.S. is declining as factors such as growing use of technology and lower build quality of certain parts are making the models more problematic. That's what people said when they were polled. And I found this interesting. And when you get down to the minutiae in the poll, build quality of certain parts upset buyers, 93,000-something buyers, so quite a few of them. Cup holders were cited is not being up to snuff cup holders and audio systems and if you get into the the, tom am i right as you get into the the specifics of the survey people are saying the manufacturers are putting so much emphasis on technology and trying to keep up with the new technology that build quality might be suffering and some of the basics that we like like our cup holders are also suffering and Funny you would mention drink, I'm sorry, uh, audio systems, because the problem there is not the sound quality. It's that it's so darn hard to use it. Uh, oh. <laughs> the music probably sounds great. And in every car I've been driving, stereos have gotten so much better in cars. But they're getting harder and harder to use, and people are missing things like a, like a volume control and a tuning knob. But also, I would add, and, and yes, uh, we have a uh, an extra grind here, uh, the quality of am radio in far too many cars is awful that's not because of the signal we're putting out that's because the manufacturers want to save money and they're cutting back on what would provide you with good quality am sound in a lot of their cars they also want to make money because they make money by getting you to sign on to um, whatever the service is that is available in your car am i right tom yeah sure and general motors still has a piece of sirius xm though general motors has not made moves yet to kill am radio but uh tesla for example never offered am radio they just thought you'd immediately go with satellite or or uh, some sort of streaming service via your phone Mm -hmm. and we've talked about the importance of uh, am radio in cars before but it's just one of those things that uh i started noticing that Oh, I would say 10 years ago in in some vehicles. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go back to the business of cup holders being cited. I mean, do you people want more cup holders? We're up to like 10 on average now, <laughs> right? And we always like to thank Jim Mateo for the yes. cup holder because 
Remember cup holders, we used to go, I know we would be going on a trip and we would stop at a truck stop and buy those doohickeys that you would hang on your door. Yes. Those plastic. Remember those, you'd hang yeah, them out of the window? Yes. <laughs> and then you could put your coffee cup in that while you were traveling, but you wouldn't need it any other time. And then Jim Mateo said, but I'm driving from Gurney to the Tribune Tower. It's a long drive. I need a big cup holder. And the industry listened to him. Right, Tom? We can thank him. It's, it's the funny thing about the drink holders, too. And, and you guys had Jill Simonillo uh, on your show, on the show last week. Mm-hmm. And, and Jill complains a lot about cup holders. But Jill's, Jill's complaint is interesting. Um, she's always trying to get a big water bottle uh, into a cup holder. And they, they tend not to accommodate those. Now, I'm a guy that drives through McDonald's, gets a large iced tea, and a McDonald's cup fits perfectly in every cup holder. So this complaint did not come from me. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you can't put a, a quart water bottle in there. No. Yeah, not no, going to happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what are you driving this week? I'm, you know what? I'm so glad you asked because I haven't been this excited about a car in a long time, and I'm excited for incredibly geeky reasons. Um, I'm driving a Grand Cherokee, and the interesting thing about this vehicle is that it's a base Grand Cherokee. It's the Laredo trim. Okay. It's the L, which is the extended length version with the more third-row uh, third room. But I'm, I'm impressed by how much Grand Cherokee you can get for around $50,000, because Grand mm-hmm. Cherokees get very expensive. So this is a base car, base V6 engine. It does have all-wheel drive, but and it's got cloth seats, but the interior is nice. The smaller touchscreen is just fine, and it rides and handles very well. It's quiet. It feels very refined. I think it still feels like something approaching a luxury vehicle. So I'm glad to see that this is still in their lineup. One of the cars that we looked at before we bought our most recent car was the Grand Cherokee, and I'm going to forget the specific model name, but uh, in a nutshell, it was the, what do they call it, the E, it's the Grand Cherokee hybrid uh, version. Oh, yeah, the 4xE. Yeah. 4xE, yeah. I was so impressed with the quality of the build of the Grand Cherokee. Uh, it was it, now not everybody would be crazy about the fact that you also have uh, on your dashboard sort of some passenger controls. Uh, it's just the way the dashboard is laid out. Passenger can can play games on their side. Yeah, and and, and there's some th- there were some things that uh, we decided no, we just don't feel like well. going there, but. The, my point is, the quality of the build for the Grand Cherokee, good for Jeep for the way they're producing yeah. those vehicles. That was beautiful. Yeah. One the, of the vehicle I'm driving has beautiful paint. It's, it's like the nicest paint I've seen this year. Do you have the feature where you can push the button and lower or raise the vehicle to make it easier to get in and out? No, no. I I stood back in the parking lot and just laughed because you just watch this vehicle go low for Grandma to get in and then go back up again. And I could just see going back and forth, back and forth. Um, And one of the reasons why, because this was at a time when there was quite a shortage of vehicles, Mm -hmm. so there was only the one that was on the lot. Right. I couldn't, and I will not warm up to this... this, um, brown that's all the rage now this uh, interior color that is kind of like a dark caramel color 
It's that feels like a like a nineties comeback color. Yes, yes, very yes. much yeah. so. And there was just so much of that color when you open the car door. It's like whoa! It was overwhelming to me, and that literally turned me off to the vehicle when we got in it to ride. I said, you know what? I just can't live in this car. Just the color is. Ew. And it was, it was really a shame because, again, the, the quality of the vehicle was wonderful. And the salesperson was one of the yes. nicest salespersons. Yes, yes. And he was dressed, too. He wasn't yeah. wearing a, um, sweatpants. We ran into that a lot. Yeah. Still blows yeah, car sales would have gotten very casual. When I sold oh. cars, it was a suit and tie job. Yes, and you don't have to wear a tie, but at least look like you didn't come from the gym when you're trying to sell me a sixty, seventy thousand dollar vehicle. <laughs> and we encountered that so many yep. times. I just stand back and go, "Wow, you left the house in that." That's exactly what I'm thinking. And they're in you know this posh environment with well, a chandelier. And, and, and I think we, we may have talked about this before, but I'll revisit it. We walked out of a dealership after having to jump through hoops about, now you're making the appointment. You can't come in to see us unless you make the appointment. Are you sure you've made the appointment? Okay, we've made the appointment. You're on your way. Are you going to be here? Okay. We show up. We walk into the dealership. Oh, you didn't need an appointment. Who are you? Then we we go to the salesperson who supposedly was ready for us to be there. Uh huh. I don't. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go and look at my computer. Oh. He didn't know. And the the two vehicles that we were interested in driving that that were supposed to be ready for us to drive. Oh, uh, they're they're locked up, and um, the manager is in a meeting, and he has the key. We walked out of the dealership. Yeah. And really, we we were ready to buy, and they drove us away from their dealership. Wow. I just heard a great podcast on this exact topic. Automotive News does a, a daily podcast, and it's pretty inside baseball. But one of the things they were talking about was dealer service. And a lot of dealers and dealer groups invest in a lot of money. They invest a lot of money in these, these customer relationship management systems, yes. which do things like make the appointments, make mm-hmm. sure you have the appointment, set times. It's all automated. And, and then it all falls apart because their staff isn't aware of how to use it. So. I'm sure that's what you ran into. I think you're right. Yes, a classic example. And we had developed a relationship with this man that kept calling us. He just kept calling. He was delightful. And I thought, Steve, we're going to enjoy meeting this guy. And when we said to the salesman, he goes, who? He had no idea what I was talking about. And then he said, uh, he kind of regrouped and thought, oh, yeah, he helps me. (laughs) I'm sorry. He helps you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking cars. Tom Appel, publisher of Consumer Guide Automotive, is with us. And, Tom, one of the stories that uh, I wanted to get your reaction to, uh, a vehicle that we were impressed with that had apparently gone away is returning, apparently the Chevy Bolt. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Bolt's life was extended largely because GM was a little uncertain about its rollout of, of uh, more expensive and upscale electric vehicles. General Motors has this technology they call Altium, and that's the architecture and the battery technology on which its new vehicles are going to be based on. And and the, the Bolt, small, pre-Altium, um, but it's a delightful little car, 260 miles of range, very affordable, um, lots of room inside, fun to drive, handles well. That vehicle was slated to be discontinued. It was extended into this 
consulting area because General Motors is a little behind schedule. And it looks like they're going to bring it back, which is interesting because GM had promised that a version of the Equinox, the Equinox EV, would be less than thirty grand, which seems to occupy the space where the Bolt would be. Yeah. Um, but apparently, the two will coexist. And again, that's Bolt B as in boy, not Bolt yeah. V as in Victor. Why did the Volt V as in Victor go away? That was a great vehicle. It was, and people who owned them loved them. But I think the, the, the two things happened here. One, it was a plug-in hybrid. And two, General Motors tried to make it more than a plug-in hybrid in their explanation of it. And it is actually different. It's a serial hybrid, which means that the, the only electric motor drives it. The gasoline engine never does. And it just got too complicated. The explanation got complicated. It got complicated. People stopped understanding what the vehicle was about. It got a lot of flack for only having 40 miles of range, which is what you do with a Mm plug-in hybrid. You don't Mm -hmm. commit to a huge battery. But, yeah, I think people just never got it, and that's a shame because it was really effective. Am I wrong, or is that a case uh, in recent years of a number of instances where General Motors didn't know how to market good technology. Case in point, night vision. Case in point, four-wheel drive on their Denali's. Uh, they just, they come up with this great technology, and they say, oh, we got this technology here, rather than explaining and marketing it. Yeah, the night vision thing never caught on. It was a little expensive, and then almost from the beginning, they seemed to limit supply of it, which was a little bit weird. And I think it was just on the Cadillac, um, was it called the DTS at the time? Uh, um, at the time, it was the one we've, in fact, we've still got a 2005 uh, DeVille DTS with night vision. DeVille DTS, okay, yeah. yeah. And it was the system was very effective, but yeah, they, there's sometimes technology pops up and no one knows what to do with it, and, and they could not make people appreciate it. The Denali was a great example, because I remember when we went to the press showing of the Mm -hmm. Denali and they took us to a basketball court and they said we want you to drive around the basketball the net post and reach your hand out as a driver and you can drive around it and that's how tight it would work but they weren't able to put that in a commercial if you're doing that and you're 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 the driver you've got your hand out your your left hand is on the pole your right hand is on the steering wheel. You are turning the front wheels to the left. As you do that, the rear wheels would turn to the right, enabling you to make this incredibly tight circle. It was wonderful technology. And when you experience it, you go, I may never use this, but wow, that's amazing for a vehicle this size. And we thought, well, they'll put that in a commercial. And it never happened. It just went away. Yeah, that was called Quadra Steer. Yes. And it was yes. very exciting yes. when it was new. And, yeah, they just didn't do much with it. It was very expensive, though. And I, it's one of those things where they shoot their foot off right away. And, and the, it was available on the Chevy Silverado, but you had to order a specific version of the truck uh-huh. with a specific engine and a very expensive option package to get Quadra Steer. And Quadra Steer itself was two grand, and all that other stuff was like five or six extra grand. And uh, people just kind of went, no, too expensive. Well, and if you don't know what it does then you're not inclined to say, we knew how night vision worked. So we've had two cars with night vision because we knew that when we drove off the uh, interstate and we got into Alabama and Florida and we were driving to our house in Florida, we needed night vision. It we really could see the us. deer off to the side of the road before the deer 
wandered um, in front of us. These little two-lane roads. So we knew how it was working for us. And so we sat out to, to get a second one when we mm-hmm. were ready to move on from the first vehicle. But if, if it's not explained to people, and this ties in with this whole business of people frustrated with the technology in cars, and they feel that the overall build quality is suffering because of technology, there is a market in some way, somehow, there being people who teach buyers how to use their car. Yeah. Because a dealership doesn't seem to have the time to teach people. Have you, you heard of anything? the early days of my Ford Touch? Yes. Yeah. A long time ago. And, and that became uh, Ford Sync System, S-Y-N-K, right. S-Y-N-C. But my Ford Touch was, was a voice control, a voice command system with some interesting touchscreen applications. And buyers just hated it because they didn't understand it. Right. And it got mm-hmm. such, to be such a problem that Ford was paying dealers to spend an hour with people to explain how the system works. Yep. Yeah, and I know we had a, a neighbor in Florida, a quick story. He was 95 years old. He had a bad headache. He went to the emergency room. They said, oh, my God, man, you have a brain tumor. And you walked in here, you drove yourself here, therefore we're going to do the surgery. Most 95-year-olds, I guess they would say, well, mm-hmm. you, we don't want to put you through it. When he got through with the surgery, he walked out and said, I'm buying a new car. <laughs> he went and bought a new car that was loaded. He knew nothing. He could hardly get in the car. <laughs> it was really sad. and nobody he, he didn't know how to program his, his radio. And nobody took the time at the dealership with a 95-year-old guy who paid cash for his car. Oh. And, and you know, bless his heart, he, he, we said, do you, do you have, and we started telling him the features he had, and he looked at us blankly, and he said, I don't know that I'll ever use that. I don't know how to. And I thought, oh, how sad. And he passed away at 99, get this, 99 and 11 months. He was counting the days till he was going to be 100. 100, and he missed by like 28 days. And and this wasn't a feeble old man. This was a guy who, he was muscular. Yes. Uh, He used to call square dancing for the old people. He did. He he called line dancing. I mean, he was... (laughs) For the old people. He was such a cool guy. Yes. Well, Well, what are you excited about? Uh, What's in the future for Tom O'Pell? driving wow what am i going to drive next i don't even remember what's next on my schedule um, but there is supposed to be and this is sort of exciting a large-scale relatively conventional detroit auto show coming up Ooh. so that's exciting um apparently they've got a lot of manufacturers to commit to to reveals at the show so a little bit of a throwback now it is in the summer not in january like mm-hmm. it used to be and it is at an outdoor venue but still this is exciting yeah that is that's kind of cool would you go I'm probably not going to attend, um, just because it's it's kind of hard to get to my knee. I'm, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not walking well these days, and I need to get that taken care of. And you can cover these events very easily now online. So. That's true. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, the need to be there is a little diminished. Yeah. Well, again, uh, before uh, we run out of time, quick blatant plug: people can uh, follow you uh, where. Yeah, Car Guy Tom on Twitter. It's the Consumer Guide Car Stuff podcast. You can download that anywhere. People should subscribe. And, of course, there's ConsumerGuide.com. Thanks a million for joining us a couple times oh, a month. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, we love it. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, guys. Take care. News next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 
James, we wanted to jump in and say, hey, we listened to you uh, during the week, and uh, I love some of the pictures you post on Facebook, and it's a kick to work with you. Oh, thank you. I love posting those pictures, and yeah, it's, it's good to work with you for the first time tonight. How many children do you have? Four. Four. <laughs> Honestly, the first time I saw a picture of you and your kids, I thought they, they were your brothers and sisters. You're no. so young to be a dad of four. Yeah, uh, my oldest is going into high school in no. the fall. No. Yeah. And my youngest is starting kindergarten. Oh, my So a wide gosh. range there. Yeah, two boys, two girls. What, did you get married when you were three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two girls, then two boys. Uh, so a good number there. Yeah. Um, no, we got married maybe 15 years ago when we met up in Alaska, so... Really? It's fun times. Well, what part of Alaska? Uh, I was up in Anchorage for a few years uh, in the news up there. Okay. Really? Yeah. So you brought out of college, you went to Anchorage? Well, there was a couple years uh, between college and, and Alaska, probably um, three years. I worked at another station in town here. Wait, you have, a, you have a portrait in your attic. You must. Because the way you're talking, you're a seasoned old guy. And I'm like, no, you look like a college student. How can this be? No, I've been told I do look young, but uh, no, uh, I'm definitely seasoned, a seasoned news guy. <laughs> do, you, um, do you adhere to a very strict diet? Um, actually, I just started a Mediterranean diet a couple uh, months Why? ago per what? doctor's orders. Really? Yeah, I'm getting too old and my cholesterol was getting up there. Oh, yeah. Did they talk about either diet or statins? Yes, they did. Yeah, that's yeah. scary stuff, too. I'm like, oh, no, I don't. Diet is much preferable. I yes. don't want to do the statins, yeah. I love, by the way, I kind of get an idea of what my day is going to be like by the photos that James posts when he's leaving the station. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, this is how the day looks. All right, this is good. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes some really nice uh, sunrises. And what time do you get out of here typically? Um, usually after 5 a.m. Mm. That's when we always left for 27 years. Yeah. <laughs> and people go, oh, that's a good time. Yeah, it's good, especially on Friday morning when everybody is coming the opposite direction. And you're going home and you're thinking, oh, this is it. You know, this is my weekend. Now, do you do the same thing that we used to do for years? Do you, do you have to kind of sleep in shifts? Because we would get home and it, you can never go to sleep right away. So we'd kind of right. wind down a little bit, watch a little TV, have a little snack, then take about a three-hour nap, then wake up. Then we'd be working on the show for a while. But then we, if we didn't get our evening nap, we'd be grumpy for the, all night. Well, I've been doing uh, overnights for years, and it works out with the family, because when I get home from work, I have about like a half hour or so to just kind of relax before waking up the kids for school, get them out the door, and then I sleep during the day while they're in school, mm -hmm. and then wake up when they get home, and then we have all evening together, and then dad goes to work, and they go to bed, so... It kind of works right now. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. And, and I have to say, you are disgustingly healthy. You're always out. How the heck did you run in the heat a couple of days ago? Uh, you got to get out early. <laughs> no, you get out early. I'm <laughs> I was in the garden at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I was dripping wet by the time I was done just weeding. I mean, it was hot the it other was. morning. It yeah. was hot. Well, um, 
thank you for joining us tonight. I don't know how you drew this short straw on a, a weekend night to end up here. Oh, me and Gabe uh, did a little switch. I think he had a, um, a family event going on Saturday. Yeah, he he posted a picture. That's of the, right. There was a birthday or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But, good for Gabe. He gets a Saturday night off. Yeah. Well, well thank you, Jim. It's good to work with you. Yeah, you too. Hey. James, you're here till what, five or six o'clock in the morning? Five. 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 Yeah. I think about that for a second. Okay. I love the emphasis. Five. Okay, more coming up. Stay with us at WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. Randy Meisner, Hearts on Fire. Oh, boy. Am I the only one that was surprised? I didn't. Know any that he was in bad health or anything? Or? I didn't either, and hadn't heard a lot about him. And there's been so much talk about the Eagles and, and their final, final tour. Yeah. Um, he's one of founding members of the Eagles. That song, Hearts on Fire, made him a one-hit wonder because mm-hmm. it was a, a as top, a solo artist, a yeah. solo artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds very Eagles. I love the song from the first time I heard it. I was playing uh, rock and roll music at the time, so I got to play it on FM. And uh, I thought he was going to go places, but mm-hmm. it could have been because there it was too much like the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that he was sick. I also didn't know that he had worked um, with Rick Nelson for many years. Oh, I forgot about that in the Stone Canyon Band. Yes, of he course, was the, he was with Poco. And he was with the Stone Canyon Band when Rick Nelson did that live album um, that came out in roughly 1971, I believe. Uh, I think it was recorded at the Troubadour. And that I did remember that he'd been with Poco. Right. So it was it was right after he left the Eagles, and if it was seventy seven, mm-hmm. he left the Eagles, and then he went to the Rick Nelson band. Right. So he had a great career, mm-hmm. and then it was in the uh, the late eighties that he had Hearts on Fire. So I think he was with Nelson when uh, Rick Nelson recorded Garden Party. That's what I think too. Yeah. yeah. If you if you look at the timeline, yeah. absolutely. Well, he passed away this past week. Um, is there, anybody, is there anyone? I didn't read what he passed away from. You know, I don't think I did either. He was 77 years old. COPD. Really? really? Oh, oh, wow. It must have made it difficult to sing, too. Yeah. Maybe that's why we didn't hear much from him. Um, yeah, at 77 years old. And it seems like every week. And I know we all say that. Yeah. Every week, somebody else makes the news yeah. passing away. Sinead O'Connor. Wow, what a shock yeah. that was. And that was on the heels of an interesting post that she'd made. Yes. Uh, apparently, she had responded to what was probably meant to be a lighthearted, uh, um, I can't recall if it was Facebook or Twitter, but it, describe yourself in emoticons. And she had apparently described herself in a series of crying emoticons. Mm-hmm. And then at some point she said that after her son, her teenage son, had committed suicide last year, she just hasn't recovered. That he was her other half. He mm-hmm. was the only person that ever loved her unconditionally. She didn't know if she was ever going to be able to survive that loss Mm -hmm. and here we are you know over a year later 
And then a couple of days later, she was gone. Uh, just yesterday, I came across an interview, a 20-minute interview, that she did with Arsenio Hall back in 1991. She was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. She was brilliant. He was brilliant as an interviewer. Oh, yeah. He asked her all the right questions, and, and he was so involved in the discussion. And you could tell, too, that they had a chemistry. There was a nice chemistry. When Arsenio was doing that late-night show, yeah. he did something special. Yeah. So if you're wondering, you know, what's all this talk about um, – Sinead O'Connor was telling the truth and nobody believed her and now we all understand that she was you know, she was fighting the good fight. If you've never seen it, do a YouTube search for Sinead O'Connor on Saturday Night Live. Johnny and I were watching that night. But in retrospect, that really doesn't say a lot about her. It just seems... But that that was really the first... I mean, the, here was this huge platform. Yeah. And she decided to use this, what could have been a, uh, a really career-making moment for her. Right. She, choose to use, she chose to use that moment to make a statement... That was very personal to her. Right. She tore up a picture of the Pope. Right. And in doing that, she also changed the song that she sang, and she Mm -hmm. chose to sing a Bob Marley song, War. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, she was in a concert um, venue. She was uh, one of the artists on a Bob Dylan concert, and she was booed by the audience and she just started basically screaming the lyrics war war mm-hmm. war so people didn't understand her because she was trying to get this message across about sexual abuse in the catholic church and it's like she felt like it was falling in deaf ears yeah. when she was talking with arsenio she was talking about the music industry and why she was not attending the award shows and i really i recommend it if you say to you i've been hearing so much about Sinead O'Connor last, uh, yeah, she made a, a splash on Saturday Night Live. Look that up on YouTube. The mm-hmm. interview she did with him, it was riveting. She was so smart. And then she sings a cappella, a song about Ireland. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was powerful. I forget, did she ever write an autobiography or has any have any biographies been written about her? I, I don't know. Um, if she thought it would make money, she probably wouldn't because that was her whole point. She she wanted to do art for art's sake. She right. didn't want it for money, and she mm-hmm. felt that that's what award shows were all about, that you were awarded if you sold X number of, of albums, and that, that made her crazy. It just made her so mm-hmm. angry. And um, she had a hit record with a song written by Prince, right. Nothing Compares to You, and it looked like she was going to have a, a big career. She continued to make records mm-hmm. and have a following and try to get people to listen to her. And then she just kind of uh, she kind of fell off the radar. Hmm. We'll take a break. More coming up. Stay with us. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio. I love that song. I do, too. Billie that- Eilish. From uh, Barbie. Barbie. 
from the Barbie soundtrack. Yeah. And if you get a chance to see the video, oof. Yeah. She is very Barbie-like, but not in a kitschy way. In mm-hmm. fact, she's wearing yellow and not pink. And she's sitting at what looks a lot like an old school desk. Mm-hmm. And she's going through her Barbie uh, suitcase, a little Barbie suitcase. If you had a Barbie, you had one. Mine was light blue. Hers is black. And she's taking out Barbie clothes. And if you look closely at those clothes, if you know anything about Billie Eilish, you realize those clothes are her clothes, the Mm. clothes that she's worn on stage. And, um, yeah, so the video kind of ties you into the movie. But but it it, works on so many levels. It does. In fact, there's so many um, um, social media uh, pages where the song comes up and people talk about going through a divorce, a a bad divorce, and how the song just speaks to them. And then some talk about being 15 or 16 years old Mm -hmm. and how the song talks speaks to them and she's going to be in town at Lollapalooza Thursday night yes Lollapalooza here in Chicago she is one of the headliners and uh, I guess do you think they gave her Thursday night because then people buy the four night package <laughs> so they can Dude, be I wouldn't be at all surprised because um, Thursday night uh, Carly what Ray- is the four night package cost? I don't know do you have any idea Julian what a four night Lollapalooza package would cost not off the top of my head I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking hundreds. At le- oh, at least yeah, hundreds. hundreds. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen is also on Thursday night. Uh, then a whole bunch of um, names. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I know Diplo. Um, but I don't know a lot of these other people. And then Kendrick Lamar is on Friday night. And I think we get to... Uh, Sunday, and I believe I saw Sunday, you got the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole big run. I, when you look at it, it's, you realize, yeah, if you're paying a couple hundred dollars and you come in from out of state and you're like, oh, okay, you're going to get your money's worth. Um, well, these are some crazy numbers. General uh, admission, four-day pass, yeah. 385 385 yeah. And there's a VIP four day. That's, a, that's actually not bad. Wait, wait, wait. A VIP what? A four day VIP 1600. 1600. Wow. What does the VIP get you? They, get, they give you water while you're in there. You don't have to buy a $7 bottle of water. Wow. It's full service. I'm guessing. I don't know. I, uh, hopefully, you get a little bit more than water. Do they say what you get for $1,600? Oh, yeah. There's a whole list of things. What? You get you get some place to sit out of the sun? You get golf cart shuttle transportation. Oh. Between the lounges in the north and south. Okay. Now you're talking. That's worth uh, at least $20, $25. Yeah. Festival hair and glitter treatments. <laughs> what? Complimentary. <laughs> hair and glitter treatments. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. This is not like Coachella where you have to, well, maybe it is. I was thinking, you know, there you have to have an outfit. There's a look that you go for. You wear things you would never wear out in the rest of the world, but you wear that to Coachella. Maybe maybe that's the same with Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. I've not ever experienced it. But that $300 price, that's not bad at all. For four nights. For four nights. When you look at what some individual Concert tours yeah. are going for these days. 
that ain't shabby. Yeah. Wow. Well, as we were driving back from uh, northwest Indiana from Munster earlier this week on uh, Thursday, we came down the drive and we noticed something was going on and didn't realize that uh, that was they were starting to set up even then for Lollapalooza. And uh, Bob, the keeper of the big plug, uh, confirms we were questioning all that fencing that was up yeah. that, that blocks your view. You can't see the lake as you're driving northbound. And, and I was speculating, was that left over for NASCAR or what's the deal? Yeah, he he said, yeah, it, it, it's been there since the the weeks before in preparation for NASCAR they just haven't taken it down it doesn't look good and it's such a no. it's such a beautiful view as you're you're passing by Soldier Field and then all of a sudden there are all the boats and the people on their bicycles and it's and, just gorgeous and I get that they couldn't do it in two days but okay we're talking weeks now why the heck didn't you get the fences down yeah. Yeah, I, I said the same thing. But then if you look over to your left as you're driving north, that's where you see all the tents that have been set up. Hmm. And so that's the place to be. And if you don't want to be tied up in Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza? <laughs> traffic, remember it starts on Thursday and it runs through next Sunday. But the setup starts on the 31st. So that would be on Monday the setup starts. Right. So yeah. are, are we going to have to? No, we won't be affected. Okay. It's not an excuse. There's no reason for us to call in and say, ah, oh, we're going to phone it in next week. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not going to happen. We will be here live next week. Yes, we will. Like it or not, we'll be here live. One uh, of We've got a number of things planned for next week, but uh, some people have been asking a lot of computer questions, so we should tell you that, yes, Patrick Crispin will be joining us again next week. Oh, and um, I want to tell you all that we are going to be joined by Bozo in a couple of weeks. Yes. The man, if you watched Bozo. Joey DeOrio. Yes, and he has not been able to talk about being Bozo for quite some time. And he's got a big story to tell us about um, the fact that it's okay for him to be Bozo now. In fact, he's coming to Chicago. And he'll tell us about how you can go out and meet him and see him and... and, um, Last time we saw Bozo was uh, in the mid-80s. Johnny was still working for another radio station. Uh, I was doing a lot of uh, freelance. And uh, she was uh, working for WCLR, and there was a boo at the zoo (laughs) uh, on uh, Sundays. Yes. It was a, a special event. And we had a Sunday brunch with Bozo. In costume. Yeah. And you haven't lived until you've had Sunday brunch with Bozo. A relaxed Bozo. Yeah. A, with no kids yeah, inside. Yeah, a, a very relaxed yes. Bozo. A very colorful relaxed Bozo with no kids in sight. So uh, it'll be kind of fun to talk with him and uh, see how... How he reacts to now he can come back and he can actually uh, be Bozo. Thanks to David Arquette. Yeah. And which is the event he's going to be at? He's going to be at the um, uh, out in Wheaton, the uh, Zirko Productions. They put on the all-night flea market and they bring in some of the um, uh, some of the people we all grew up with, like Bozo. 
and uh, he's going to give us all the details on what time he's going to be out there and how you can come out. I'm sure it's going to be a huge crowd to see him, too. Well, we got uh, a lot coming up, so stay with us. By the way, don't forget to uh, check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Steve and Johnny Show, and our blog, which is stevenjohnny.wordpress.com. More coming up, so stay with us at WGN. And there was supposed to be a meteor shower tonight. I have a perplexed look on my face. You do. You have a perplexed look at your radio speaker, and you will see Johnny... Those of you who here's, have your Zitzen plugs connected, you will here's see. Here's what I'm hearing, okay? This is really weird because I told you an hour ago that suddenly I had no Wi Fi on my side. And. In fact, those of you who have been waiting for uh, some new pictures to show up on our Facebook page, uh, that ain't going to happen. Bob is. Bob I broke is radio entering, station, Bob. Did but, you hear but that? But only on her side. Did you hear is that? Is it broken? What's wrong? Be careful if you plug it in. Okay, Bob has that. No. Daddy fix look. It was up like that because I. Well, heard. I know. Yep. Ooh. Yep. yep. That's interesting. First, it was water. I heard water. <laughs> and as she went to, to, as she was holding her headphones kind of close to the mic, I could hear water. So yes. what the heck is? Yes, it sounded like a waterfall. Seriously, it was a very, very because the song is playing, and I thought I'm not hearing yeah. the song. You're not hearing water in those headphones. No. Well, these will mess up my hair for the last few minutes <sighs> of the show. Golly. I'm kidding. If I could only fix that. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> what do you think happened? I don't know. But now you, those headphones are plugged into a different place. Yes. Do you want to try the headphones? Or do I don't really want. To, I, don't, I don't want to try anything. I'm scared. <laughs> no. My, my question is: There's another set of headphones over here that could be plugged into the. I'm scared. I don't want to do anything. I want to go home. See, if you've ever doubted if our show is live, <laughs> now you know, yep, this show is live. That one's okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But those so. sound better than these. Do they? Okay. Oh, yeah. But they still mess up my hair. Oh. <laughs> well, the ones the ones Bob has. I'm kidding. Wouldn't, no, these know, do sound so. good. And I miss Shining Star. Doggone. Yeah. Well... It, that was weird, though, Bob. It really was, and and you're and nothing your weird ever happens on our show. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was so unusual for us. I'm going to have to stay up in the morning too. You know why? Why? Because somebody's going to come in here and they're going to blame me for doing stuff and breaking the radio station. Yeah, and your point is, <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire us? Well, no, I just don't want them to talk trash about me on a Sunday morning. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, Dean Richards is going to. He will. <laughs> Remember, Wally used to do that when he was doing a Sunday show. <laughs> okay, there is a meteor shower, and and I I wanted to pick up on on your your lead coming out of that song, 
because there's a meteor shower going on. I'm, I'm busy watching Bob to see if I broke that side of the studio, too. I didn't. Okay, good. So her headphones are fine in that in that. You're side? kidding. So what the heck is... Well, I need trust to, you, Bob. It's too late for that. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it's taking it to the mechanic. You you get the mechanic in here, and all of a sudden, it's okay. Probably still not in that jack, but this jack was fine. Okay. Well, I need to go home. Because and why are they called jacks? Yeah, why are they called jacks? <laughs> Work on that for next week, okay? That's your assignment. That, yes. <laughs> I gotta fire up the Zamboni. <laughs> yes, he's got to oh, fire yeah. up. Oh, the lights are starting to flick. <laughs> he's going to be. He has to go fire up the Zamboni. The lights are flicking. Okay, he's going to be cleaning the dang floors. He's got to do that every Saturday <laughs> okay. night. He has to clean up all that water from your headphones. No, stop it! That is now on the Where floor. Where is the water coming from? I have no idea. I'm so glad you heard it before it went into that screeching. <laughs> <sound>. Yes. Let's <laughs> blame it on James. Since he's new here, we've been, we've been here since January. James is just here on... I thought we were only here since nine. <laughs> I already have a headache now. Uh, if you would like to be our last caller... Please! If, please! If, Help me! Not, now would be the time if you want to call uh, 312-981-7200. Oh, a listener points out. Deanna, thank you very much. If you're hearing water, are you now fighting an urge to pee? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm waiting for a commercial break. Uh, you're coping with uh, that was a scary mishap. She said you're you're coping you're coping with the mishap in an amusing but a good way. Yeah, you're not inside my head. <laughs> the pounding head. Okay, if you want to be a last caller, we have... 312-981-7200. Lights are flicking. Uh, Bob has left the studio to fire up the Zamboni, so we got to get ready to get out of here. If you want to be our last caller and uh, win oh, please. some goodies from the prize list... I'll give you stuff. Yeah. Help me, please. Okay, yeah, 312... My hair is a mess. 981-7200 is the phone number. Wait, wait. This is a finely tuned machine. Everything will nothing, be all right. Nothing to do with nothing that. Nothing to see here. Here comes the time. There's always one in every crowd. You don't have to go home. But we really want to. But you can't stay here. Thank God I can't stay here. <laughs> um, yeah, there's one in every crowd. I'm not calling because we don't want to win a slightly used set of headphones. Ha, ha, ha. That's exactly the voice that your text came through, 331 area code. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we have the kind of text machine that allows us to see the exact sort of emphasis that you put on the syllables. Yeah, I actually freaked somebody out earlier because apparently Andrew Harris is signed under this machine. And Andrew does the afternoon show. So when I'm responding to people, it's signed Andrew Harris. And uh, an earlier texter was slightly surprised when they found out it was, in fact, me. Mm-hmm. Not that they were being rude or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, 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 I, I, I didn't know that was you. I thought you were doing a radio <laughs> show. No, I'd much rather sit here and chat on text. Okay, we have uh, a bunch of uh, people here. and I think 97, I think we have. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Um, uh, 
It's Steve's, and, Steve's turn and, to choose. No, I think this week, I think, Julian, I think you should uh, get to pick oh, this week. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Um, right, you get to choose a number. Oh, shucks. Mix them up. Mix them up in your head. Okay, okay. You're not even looking. You're just going to... Rolling the dice here. Roll the dice and see what... Visible dice. What you get. Uh, I think we're going to go with uh, number five here, and I believe his name is Dave from Chicago. Oh, okay. Hi, Dave. Hi, Steve and Johnny, Johnny and Steve. Hi. Can you bring some sanity to this uh, to this show at this point, Dave? Yes, yes. I have a theory on why uh, Johnny heard the water. Why? I, it's the bozo curse. Oh, oh, that's good because I was talking about bozo. You were, yeah, and then it, the wheels fell back. off. You're right. Yep, the wheels fell off. Yep. and then it, it's the uh, hair. It channels, it channels the satellite, and that, that's why you have that sound. <laughs> and Johnny was actually on the Bozo show. I was. Years and ago. We, we did see Bozo's hair walking down the hall one time. We did. In a big box. Without Bozo. Yeah. Without Bozo. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it, acts, it, it draws uh, radioactivity or sunspots or something, one of those things. Well, and tell me something. Water sound. You were listening. Yeah. Did you hear the water sound? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, but uh, but maybe you should. I don't. I don't know how clearly it, it would have uh, no. translated I think through the radio speaker. But I, I honestly, I'm did. not just saying I you're did not, hear it. You're not just humoring me. Well, is that? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, you might need to talk to some professionals about that. Thank you. Thank, why <laughs> did, are did you... you hear the water, or was it just Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> why are you up at this hour, David? <laughs> I'm driving around. I'm going to pick up my sons. They're out cavorting, so oh, just hanging around with cavorting. Johnny. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what part of the world do you live in? Uh, well, I, I, I'm moving back to Chicago, but I'm in Toronto right now. Oh, oh you're calling us from Toronto? Yeah. No, no, I'm in Chicago. I, I kind of go between. The I'm two getting so confused. <laughs> I know it's the water. It would be ice if you were in Toronto, but it's it's uh, it's it's water down here. So you go back and forth between Chicago and Toronto. Yes, I do. And the funny thing is, we've always said that if you were to just pop into Toronto, except for where the lake is, it's the, on the wrong. The lake side. is on the wrong side of the city in Toronto. Otherwise, yeah. you you really feel very much like you're in Chicago. We've only been to we've only been to oh, Toronto once, but absolutely loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a great city, and there's a lot of similarities. Um, and you you hear uh, Surrey a lot less down here, but uh, but uh, it's uh, it's still a great city. They're I'm both so- great cities. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry too. Sorry, <laughs> double sorry. Oh golly. Okay. Can you can you give us a clue as to where where the boys are cavorting? Were they at a concert? Uh, they're in uh, Avondale right now. I think there's okay. there's two of them, and there's and their their third brother's going to join them. Uh, I think Sunday. So mm-hmm. they're uh, they're just uh, great big Canadian American gentlemen. So they're out there. So you got your hands full. Is what you're saying? Right? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the, obvi- the obvious question: Are they hockey fans? Uh, they all played. They all played. Actually, the two played uh, lacrosse and uh, one played uh, rugby. But they also played hockey too when they were down in Chicago. So, yeah, it's it's a big sport. Lacrosse is is like hockey, only it's more violent. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, well, if that's <laughs> possible. Football without pads. So right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to send you a an exclusive WGN Radio Retro Logo T-shirt. And you're going to get your very own desktop weather station from the American Weathermakers Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, the 60-Minute Men. What's on your agenda for Sunday? What what do we have planned? Uh, You know, I'm I'm teaching some some criminal justice courses, so I'm going to be doing a lot of grading. But, uh, Hmm. you know, it's just, it's it's, my prize is talking to you, too. I've been a fan. Uh, for a very long time, so it's so happy that you're back. You, well, you. you need to raise your standards. If <laughs> after tonight, you know, yeah. it's like really, I wasted all those years listening. No, you're awesome. I love you. Love yeah, you. It, so I take it you're a legal eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, did uh, some uh, law and law school, and uh, I never practiced though. I, I did uh, criminal justice stuff in Chicago, and and now I'm uh, teaching it. So. Well, you're getting more yeah. interesting all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's interesting stuff, and it's fun stuff to talk about. And I I've bet. had great students. And yeah, so yeah. and well, Chicago's got lots of business. So yeah, yeah. sadly, really yeah. <laughs> well, do us yeah. a favor, David. Hang on for just a second. We'll put you back in touch with Julian. It's been a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for putting the 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 capper on our night for helping me cleanse <laughs> my palate. Otherwise, I'd probably go out of here just. Shaking and quivering and crying. And didn't you all hear that water? Come on! No, it's so much fun listening to you, and, Thank and you. Uh, really a pleasure. So Thanks thank a lot. Hang Thanks, on. David. Hold on for a second. We'll get some information from you off the air. <sighs> oh dear God, please! What? There's always one. We could do without the fake laugh and the gaggle from females. You know, that's just oh, hang it on your nose. <sighs> You know, I've got one nerve. <laughs> You're, and I'm going to laugh. <laughs> You're stepping on it right now. Um, but everybody's been just delightful tonight. Thank you so much. Um, a listener says, I'm laughing with you, not at you. It's with love. That's what I appreciate. You asked for it, 224. That was just for you. (laughs) And I'm going to put the water running in your ears curse on you. That was just plain weird. But um, I honestly did hear the water. I know you did. You're looking forward to dinner when we get home. Well, there is that. You're going to go along with me, aren't you? Oh, sure, fine. Uh, it's been fun tonight. Thank you all so it really much. Has been. And I'm still trying to get over having actually talked to Mr. Pierogi. I mean, you I know. know, we've had a lot of guests on the show before, but but never Mr. Pierogi. I know. And Dean's going to hear about that. And he's going to go, yep. what? He's going to be so jealous. He will be. I mean, he, he talks to stars. He, he thinks celebrities, but mm-hmm. he has never talked mm-hmm. to Mr. Pierogi. And when I get out of here, I will put up that picture of Mr. Pierogi <laughs> that I've tried three times to put on our Facebook page. Yeah, we have no idea what's going on no. with Facebook tonight. I'm jinxed. It's me. I, it's, uh, the wheels just fell off. Well, there is um, that. 
Also, I have other fireworks uh, uh, videos that I'm going to put up because there were some great videos that I captured tonight. And if you want to see any of this stuff, you can see our pictures as we drive into work. You can see whatever it is that's going on during the week. And you will catch our podcast if you missed any of the show tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry because we had some great fun earlier tonight. Had a fantastic conversation with Miss Susie Bogus. All of that's going to be in our podcast later on today. So check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Stephen Johnny Show. And don't forget to check out our blog. And we would love it if you would subscribe to our blog. There's no cost. We don't spam you. You just get an email anytime we have a new blog post. That's stevenandjohnny.wordpress. Dot com. Next week, uh, Patrick Crispin will be joining us, mm-hmm. and uh, we will have some other surprises, too, but we would we won't tell you because they wouldn't be a surprise. And we're moving into a new month, and we're going to have, uh, next month, we're going to have with us uh, Daniel Champagne is going to join mm-hmm. us one night. We're going to be joined by, um, oh, Jack and Jen. Yes. In fact, uh their album has been kind of released. It's streaming, mm-hmm. but uh, they will have some physical copies. Uh, we'll tell you when that's all happening. Uh, our thanks to uh, Bob Fukuda, to Ron Brown, to uh, James Sears, to uh, Julian for uh, keeping us out of jail, and uh, to you for hanging out with us. And uh, theoretically, and unless there's any more water... Well, it might just be the Steve show next week. They might do, they might bar the door before they let me back in here to break anything else. <laughs> well, tune in and find out.